Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. What's good, Internet? It's Friday, October 9th, and you're listening to a special Hades spoiler cast episode of Waypoint Radio. I'm your host, Austin Walker. Joining me today, we have Gita Jackson. Hello, I'm Gita, and I'm so excited. <laughs> Patrick Klepik. I'm at a new desk. I'm actually I'm deeply uncomfortable. And oh, I, you <laughs> are? That's not the view I know. Yeah, no, I see there's you a, a different angle today. Do not, the, the, the influencer is behind me. Don't, do not shout <laughs> his name. Influencer? The influencer. It's like, yeah. Oh, wow. uh-huh. Uh-huh. Uh, it's not on the wall yet. No, I built a, I built an uh, L-shaped desk last night during the, I was like, I guess the debate's on in the other room. I'm going to be productive <laughs> and build an L-shaped desk. You were right. Um, you were right, too. Incredibly which is, which suburban. Is nice. I love this. this but it's yeah. just different. Dad I've been dreams. at the same desk for like seven as long years. As I've, we've worked together. Yeah. Certainly. And I had that yeah, desk even before, before that. Uh, uh, we had the house. So it's the same. It's very similar, but it's just different. So mm-hmm. I'm just here it's freaking out of a desk. You're not as blown out as usual. It's true because you're off yeah. angle from off the, angle sun. From the sun. Yes, I, yeah, I'm not right, <laughs> yeah. right behind the. Um, you're well uh, lit. This is nice. This is this is. Thank you. Your face I need to get one of those. What do they call them? The the rings. What are the oh, ring, ring light? light. Yeah. yeah. I almost bought a ring light. I what did. Is, <laughs> oh, you got one. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, now I'm going to buy a ring light. Now that I know that someone else I know has one. Yeah. Fuck it. Listen, it's time. I can't turn it off. Oh yeah, I can. Look. Ready? Boom. Now it's on. Does now it work? On. Is it yeah. good? Now it's on. It's it's all right. This one has like different like uh, like colors, which I like because I was like, oh, I want like a, a warmer look. See what I mean? Versus like a cooler look. Mm-hmm. You know. Anyway. Together, I use this, this this ten dollar desk lamp that has three levels of light. Yeah, this my is, uh, this is my ring light. light. Yeah, I. I had a I had a similar desk lamp set up for a long time, and then the bulb I thought the bulb went out, but I got a new bulb, and the new bulb didn't work. So I was like, I guess this lamp is broken now. Let me get a ring light. Anyway, Ricardo Contreras is also here. <laughs> Hi, <laughs> Hi, Cardo, and joining us uh, uh, another incredible Hades master, Jason Kebler, motherboard to Jason Kebler. How are you doing, Jason? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure. This is my once once a year appearance on once a year, Radio. Come on through. You, uh, I know you've been playing a lot of Hades. I know that you are like Gita, uh, deeply committed to the Hades lifestyle. Uh, so I'm excited <laughs> to have you join us. Um, two quick things before we start. The first is the first is really quick, which is there's no episode this coming Monday. Vice uh, is is off on on Monday. Um, uh, is this is this Indigenous Peoples Day? Is that is that what yeah. what Monday is? That's awesome. Good. Um, and then. Uh, second thing, really quick, I do want to shout out another game before we go deep diving into Hades because I had the chance to play a game called The Pathless, um, which is out on November 12th. I got a little preview uh, with some folks uh, at the studio and then uh, got a build and got to play that. Uh, that is by Giant Squid, who previously did uh, Abzu, Abzu, which I know a lot of people love. Um, I never got around to Abzu. I, 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 lots it's all, of people it's all right. It's got like a really it. good, uh, I think Austin Wintory did the uh, soundtrack for 
for that one. If he didn't, that makes you should sense. listen to that podcast that we did with Austin Wintry. It was a good podcast. <laughs> that's a good podcast. <laughs> that's how, I'll, that that's anyway. how I'll save that, that throw if it ends up being uh-huh. factually incorrect. I, yeah, absolutely. I it's, think like, that's it, true. it's a very chill, meditative, uh, just, it's, it's a, you know what, 2020? A, yeah. If you just want to vibe on a game. Abzu. Yeah. Abzu. Like it, some Abzu. And it's also um, not a whole lot of me- mechanics. It's more of like you're just going through sort I've of heard a... It, I've heard it described as journey, but you're underwater. Yeah. Kind of yeah. like Journey vibes. has some... Journey has like platforming. I'm just... Like, journey yeah, actually has like sure, mechanically sure. a little sure. more going on than Abzu does, if yeah. I remember correctly. Right. Uh, this, the Pathless is their follow-up. Um, it's like... Uh, it also has vibes in that same space, the the Abzu Journey space, except it's actually even more – if Journey was like – it's like Abzu, but it has some platforming challenges. This addition has additional challenge elements on top of that. You are a, uh, a, a kind of wanderer who has come to – one of many adventurers who's come to this island where it seems as if the, the gods, these kind of big – kind of uh, animal spirits uh, the, the, of a sort that you would find through, you know, a lot of different um, um, kind of uh, uh, myths and, and, and belief systems throughout the, the world uh, are sick and are being hunted by someone called the God Slayer. Um, and you are rolling through to try to, like, you know, c- cure them and also fight them because they're in, like, weird demonic form. Um, and all this happens in kind of big open areas that have Zelda style puzzles. Um, uh, and it's kind of like, oh, okay, I'm, I'm, on, I'm on this plateau, and this is the plateau where there is the elk god, and the elk god has been corrupted. And the corruption is like seen as this giant red storm that is moving across whatever part of the world you're at. And if you get caught up in it, you get a, uh, a, a very scary, like, the god is looking for you in the woods that are all on fire type situation mm-hmm. um the the gist of the play for me is like there's kind of two modes and or two two types of interaction or i guess three one is that you're you are and and this is kind of like i think the selling point for this game you were just like striding through the fucking woods at full sprint and there are these talismans floating around the woods um and if you lock on to them and shoot them uh, which which is like just done by hitting the right trigger, holding the right trigger, you get a speed boost. And so you were just like like Sonic racing through the woods <laughs> at high speeds, very easily locking on and shooting these kind of floating icons to keep your speed up as you move around. Um, well, because isn't part of the, the I remember part of the pitch being that like it doesn't really have a map or like a direction correct. on where to go. It's just like here here's this big space. Yep. Use iconography and you can you, know, you have a the- mask. You can you have like a magic. You have a detective vision that you can put on and be like, okay. oh look, there's the storm. There is a giant red tower. There is like a light green glow or whatever, <laughs> and those will help guide you around a little bit. Um, and the thing is very much like. Uh, in the first area, anyway, go solve three puzzles. When you solve those puzzles, you get these tokens. You take the tokens to uh, the three towers. The towers weaken the demonic god, you know, thing, and then you can go like cure the god by beating it in a in a classic boss fight where you're hitting weak points and running alongside of it. The movement feels really good. Like that, for me, that's like the whole thing. It's just like it feels so that's good. Really good about Abzu. Right, like yes, moving and totally, Abzu right, felt right, right. Really, that makes sense. really, really good. And so I'm not. That's what was made me. Like I saw a trailer for this and sort of came away, uh, just sort of like eh on it. Yeah. But that's like movement and momentum the movement is, is not so something good. That 
comes across in a trailer that's like in the feel of playing and so i'm i'm glad to hear that that translates to like a more mechanically dense experience the the thing that i'm like my like little caveat on this is and then you get to a puzzle and you slow down and then you go to solve a puzzle and right. like the puzzles are fine the puzzles are like okay so you have a little falcon buddy okay best part of the game is you can pet your falcon buddy or your eagle oh, buddy yeah. and when you get caught up in the storm but how, it how gets, do you pet is it a, is it a you direct hit X, like pet you, button you, you okay. hit, yeah uh -huh. it is you hit x to bring up the the eagle and then you use the right stick to clean its wings and pet That's its good. body okay, good. And you, <laughs> if you go if you get caught in the storm like the firestorm it gets ash all over it and so when you get out oh no first of all you have to rescue the eagle buddy to get out because it'll pull <laughs> you out of the storm but only after you get to it and it's like wounded on the ground and hurt and crying and so you get to it it yanks you out of the storm and then it's all covered in soot and cinder and you have to like wipe it down and it's like one-to-one what's one-to-one eagle wiping you know <laughs> you're getting you're really getting in there and getting the, the, getting your wipe on uh it's and it's that part's great the puzzles are like very much like all right you can send your eagle to go pick up this heavy weight to put on this on this uh, you know, weighted button so that or so that you can push this button down, which will raise up a thing that you can then shoot an arrow through and then unlock the gate. And it's all, you know, it's that style of puzzle. And that style of puzzle can be really fun. I, I've been playing a lot of Genshin Impact and that game is filled with that style of puzzle. Mm -hmm. Um, uh, I, I, So it's fine, but it's like, it's such a dramatic halt to the, to the momentum that you have moving around the world that it can sometimes feel jarring. Um, but whatever, I, I think that it's been, it has been really cool so far. I'm excited to see what these other like big, kind of cursed gods look like um the first boss fight against this cursed elk is sick so uh if that's any sign to go on i'm excited for it and it's out in like a month so one more thing to look forward to for me this this fall so that's the pathless uh i hope people people uh, give that a look in a month all right that's all my business is out of the way. Now it's time to fucking talk about Hades. Yeah. Um, I think we're yeah. going to we're going to we're going to split this up into two parts. I think we're going to we'll, we'll take a break in a little bit and that and after that we can go, you know, ham on spoil story spoilers and stuff like that. But up top, I just kind of want to want to throw the ball in the air and and go around the table and see where people are at with their Hades experience. Um, I know we're all we've all been playing for a little while. I know Gita, you've been playing since early access, right? Yeah, I played the game when it first came out in early access because I was just like new super giant game. Like mm -hmm. I need, I need this food. Um, and then I lost interest quickly, like I do in a lot of early access games. You know, usually in the state that games come out when they are just out early access, it really yeah. is like here's the bare bones of this game that we could get it working, and you see the limits of it very quickly. And I was like, I'm gonna give it a minute. And then I didn't think about the epic launcher for like a year, <laughs> a year after that. Uh, and then when I got back into it, it was actually. Um, <laughs> Our friend Dante Douglas, who is great, he's, I think he's written for he's written for everybody. Honestly, he's a lovely guy. Uh, he played some Hades for a live stream that we did, a charity live stream we did right. for mutual aid organizations that was originally going to be a Bernie Sanders live stream, but then Bernie dropped out, and then we pivoted to just having people donate mutual to aid. their mutual aid, yeah. which was um, something that Bernie Sanders was already doing. So we figured might as well ask for the same, give, do the same ask. And I yeah. watched him play, and I was like, this game is really different. And it seems really like he's having a lot of fun. I want to try it. And so I opened up the <laughs> Epic Launcher again and I was like, oh, fuck. They added like a whole game to this game. This game is a game now. <laughs> and I got obsessed immediately. And like, it's just been like that ever since. I was lucky because I was like two updates away from the final release. So right, right, I didn't right. have to. What was what was there when you because I didn't touch the early access. Generally, I have too many games to play in general. Yeah. And so early access. Like, 
Baldur's Gate 3 looks great. I'll see you in 18 months. <laughs> yeah, when it's, when it's I'm so much. waiting on um, that game. Like, I'm yeah, excited no people way. like it, but it's just like, I haven't played Original Sin 2, so <laughs> this gives me yeah. an excuse to pretend <laughs> I'm going to play Original Sin 2 for another 18 months. But I'm just curious, like, what was already there when you ducked in early? Like, what, what was there, like, th- the pieces that you could play with? I What I remember most about it was the like the basic gameplay loop was complete right and a lot so they of had the, all four areas like like um, that you could I, go I through didn't, or? i i didn't end up getting out of tartarus because i okay. just kind of got bored quickly because it was sure. like because it also it was like uh the gameplay loop was complete but the stuff that i find most satisfying about going through the gameplay loop aka like getting to talk to the characters and seeing how time progresses af- as you attempt to escape that was like in Hades itself. It was a lot of temporary art. A lot of the characters you could tell sure. hadn't really been added into the game. It was the the mechanics were um, also weren't as balanced. I remember um, there's a mechanic that that you'll get after you fit, defeat the final boss that you could just actually access after like uh, like not very many runs. Like it was just like one of the things that they they had in the beginning of the game. And I remember feeling like this is too much too fast i'm still getting used to like all what all the controls are um and like how to be good at this game and <sighs> if like there's just too much shit happening and i don't think they had all the weapons yet like i don't think they had the gun <laughs> which is just sure. like <laughs> which is a big one yeah homer was busy still writing that really- one in <laughs> <laughs> we should say really quick for people who don't who have not seen any hades gameplay which which is possible certainly and but who still want to hear us talk about it that uh it's a super giant game uh the folks who made transistor and pyre and bastion uh it is a kind of isometric uh action uh roguelite uh in which you are trying to escape from hades uh you are the son of hades um you uh get a, a bunch of different uh you, you start with a with a weapon like a spear or a shield you unlock more weapons over time for each run uh there's like six different weapons at the end of it and then and then a lot of Hades is building is is creating builds uh between your weapon upgrades for the weapon that you get over the course of play uh, in a session uh and then these things called boons which you get from uh mostly olympian gods uh who are trying to aid you on your quest to escape from hades uh by giving you some of their power and those show up as things like uh you know maybe if you get a blessing from from zeus it's that when you dash just away from an enemy a lightning bolt strikes the enemy uh and whenever you get these boons you get to pick from a list of three from a pool of of all available ones that that any given god has uh, and so it's a lot of like, hmm, how could I combo these, the, the ability from Poseidon and the ability from from Zeus together uh, on this run to get a, a really unique and interesting build? And that's kind of like the the blood of the game, uh, in my experience anyway. Um, yeah. Patrick, you just you just came to it recently uh, as mm-hmm. a Splunky trader. You wrote about this. We've talked <laughs> about Derek, it on the podcast. Derek, wow. you forga- publicly forgave me. Wow. The creator of the designer Spelunky responded to my <laughs> article that was I, I teased on Twitter as I'm a trader explaining why I sort of bounced off Spelunky 2, um, which I think has something to do with Hades and something to do with Spelunky 2. But sure. he he forgave me and said Spelunky 2 will be waiting here for you like a, mm-hmm. a friendly growing moss when you uh, want to come back to, back to it. So I'm, I'm I have my guilt has been removed um, from me. But, yeah, I've been. Uh, just, yeah, kind of utterly obsessed with Hades for the, the last couple of weeks. Um, it's, I mechanically find it to be just tremendously satisfying. And then even though I'm 
less taken by the story, which has less to do with the story as much as just that's just not what I'm here for. Like I find I find it interesting, and I I think it's it's it paves a path uh, forward to bring more people into a genre that uh, are often put off by it um, because they need hooks beyond just I need to get better at the game. Um, and I think Hades establishes a lot of really fascinating ways to implement narrative into a roguelike. Um, and so it most, it's like a curiosity from that perspective, but I just find the, um, just playing it to be really, really good, which as I've said in the past, I have not always felt about super giant games. I like them for lots of reasons, but like the mechanics of the action are like kind of lower on that, on that totem pole. And it's a lot of everything else that goes into their games. And this one has all of that really good super giant stuff of the story, the world, the music, the atmosphere, the art. And then also feels like a dead cells level (laughs) action game which is like one of like uh, yeah. the highest compliments i can pl- i can like give to a to a game that um has sort of a, a twitch focus and for me the uh, the other the other big thing that's happened for me uh just having in the past week and we can unpack this as we talk about the mechanics but um i finally just i i i haven't beaten the game i've gotten all the way to like uh, the second form of, of hades um with like a really unfair build that i'm glad i didn't beat it because it wouldn't it wouldn't have been satisfying. Like, I had next to the yeah, win. Would have been I, like, I was like, yo, I'm basically <laughs> invincible in ways that I, I don't feel healed, like Did you have a build that was healing you? Yeah, it was a that healing build, one. Yeah, I've had that so, build and felt the same exact well, way when I got there. I, so I specifically had uh, uh, one where I was healing on attacks. Yep. I had um, a, a god ability that made me invulnerable for like one and a half seconds. And I had a boon that made me take... Um, increase my god meter upon taking damage but so that as i was in on invulnerable my god meter was like going right. back like it was just it was a whole thing and i was just you just ha- right you had a window of invincibility to then heal yourself basically over and over anytime you got yes. low right yes yeah, yeah. yeah. it was ridiculous yeah um so now I, you know in the last like eight hours i've been like then working my way back up understanding the game more mechanically and i finally got over not spending this damn titan blood which the game, <laughs> I think, you know, we've talked about on Waypoint Radio. Did we? Yeah, I think we talked about on Waypoint Radio. We we're mentioned, like, I don't think the game fully explains, like, just get, just start spending it. Don't worry about yeah. it too much. And I, I took the tactic of putting in one Titan Blood into... Every time the darkness is attached to a weapon, that's kind of how I pick my run, is just, like, because I'm still filling out the mirror. So it's like, I'll take the one with the extra darkness, yeah. then, I'll atta- and then I'll use Titan Blood to unlock the new Did you- ability, and then and then run with it. And I got the, I got the fist one with the magnet... And that thing oh, is that run is up on your I think that, that run is up like... on your YouTube. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. So go go watch that and you can see me lose my mind at um that new ability. Sorry, Jason, you were No, I think the magnet is like my consistently best weapon. It like that is just such a powerful uh form of that weapon. But but it gives yeah, you range I mean, on a close on a close yeah, it's impact really weapon. Good. It's yeah. like for people who uh, really haven't good. seen it, you're Normally the fists, uh, like the the way you're fighting with the fists is you get like three punches and then there's an uppercut. Um, or you can start with the uppercut and that's your special. And uh, in this instance, you, uh, you, you your special literally magnetizes enemies towards you so that you can bring them in and then initiate your combo sequence. I, I haven't, I don't know why you'd go back to the original fist form. Maybe it gives you a couple more punches, but boy, being able to like Magneto or Scorpion Yikes. a fool from across <laughs> yeah. the room or... As someone who's across a, uh, uh, the way, and there's, you can just bash them into a, a wall into a over wall and over or a again. Chasm, yeah. oh, it's sick. It's so, it's so good. Sick. Um, Jason, I know you are. You are. I, to me, you are the preeminent gun. Enter the gungeon player in my life 
These uh, are your games. These yeah, are your I mean, seen you play. I saw you play Enter the Gungeon on Save Point 2018, I yeah, think is right. I think so. Um, yeah. uh, and not just and, play it. Like, I, oh, like yeah. people need to be people need to be clear. Like, if you look at me and be like, oh, Patrick likes these games, is pretty good at them. Like, I, like Jason is on a, a different <laughs> god tier. Like yes. he's doing full completion. The ultra hard modes, like the amount of time he put into the dungeon. I was when you said you're playing Hades, you're like oh, I've already beaten like ten times. It's like, yeah, of course you have. Of course. Oh, like of yeah. course. You I mean, have. I didn't. I don't mean that to be demeaning as much as just like you are just clearly like these games click for you um, in a way that's really impressive. Yeah, I mean, the Switch for me is like a roguelite, uh, like console. That's the only thing I play on yeah. it at this point. I put I played like three hundred or four hundred hours of Enter the Gungeon, oh which is God. just like disgusting, but. Um, <laughs> And and it's like I I really love roguelites and I really like Dead Cells, but it didn't click for me in the way that these like isometric top down ones do. And hmm. I kind of like I left Enter the Gungeon at some point, and I liked Binding of Isaac, and I played a lot of Nuclear Throne as well. Uh, but Hades is really like scratching the itch that I had from Enter the Gungeon that I like I haven't really played much of it in a year, and like. The second I picked up this game, I was like, yeah, this is like my new game for at least a while. Um, what is this le- is says less randomization than Enter the Gungeon because Enter the Gungeon shares a lot with like Binding of Isaac and then the runs can be so radically different. And there's a range in Hades, but I feel like the range in Hades is less than an Enter the Gungeon or a Binding of Isaac or even maybe I mean, it's closer maybe yeah, to a Dead Cells. Yeah, I'm, of, like, I'm really – so I probably have played like – 30 or 40 hours of Hades um and uh, yeah I've beaten it uh like seven or eight times I think I haven't like hit credits um which Emmanuel has um he's played a lot of it and I think he's very good at it a fucking freak though like yeah we can't judge ourselves based on Emmanuel's progress on anything yeah um but that's to say like I'm really enjoying it and I'm not sick of it at all but I am curious as to whether I'm going to be able to put in like 300 400 hours into this because i feel like the randomness in hades is there's not a lot of it um you you get the randomness from run to run but you don't get that many broken runs in my experience so far and like the one that you're describing earlier is like you can have cool ones like that but you'd have runs in like enter the gungeon where it's like you had no chance of winning basically um (laughs) and then you had other ones where it was like oh i can just clear a room in like four seconds and it feels like Hades is a much more consistent game uh, which I really like and I think uh, Patrick you wrote a really great article about how um, you know the the progression in Hades feels very welcoming to to newcomers and I'm not saying that like like as someone who's played a ton of roguelites it feels great to me too and it's very challenging and you can clearly like up the challenge level in a lot of different ways and that's how i felt was that it it accomplishes a really difficult task of feeling like it's not uh it's not turning its nose to newcomers that could be interested in the genre or what hades has to offer and yet also is uh satisfying for folks who like yeah, look, I want you to punch me in the face. Just, just, just wind up and just wallop me. <laughs> yeah. um, but, but I think it it managed to accomplish that by not being as diverse in terms of uh, like run randomness as a Enter the Gungeon or or a Binding of Isaac. I think if it did that, and both those games are, are very popular. I don't, you know, I'm not trying to take anything away from them, but I think there's they, those games are happy to like frustrate players to a degree that it's going to turn them off. Whereas Hades is like a little more interested in getting people up and running. 
And I could also imagine a scenario where like Hades gets like a giant expansion like a year from now that's just like, all right, now we're putting in a bunch of shit that's mm-hmm. gonna like really change things up. But I I think that balance you're you're speaking to uh is is part of why it's blown up the way that it has, especially since it hit 1.0. Yeah, I mean, I think it's an... Sorry, go ahead, Gita. No, I think that... Uh, for me, I'm like not a person that likes roguelikes at all. I uh, like my uh, emotionally harmful gaming experiences to be about character rather than gameplay because <laughs> I I like just to like to hurt myself in different ways, you know, mm. to each their own. Um, yeah, if I'm going to get punched in the face by a video game, it's going to be by a character moment. So uh, and this is the yeah. for me, like this game, I, I come I came to Hades as a game of Supergiant. And for every single time that they've made a genre of game where I just haven't been sure that I would get into it. I've given it a shot and they've given me the axe, the the entry point for me to like understand what you get out of this. And by centering like this game around the idea of death and dying and making death not that big of a deal, like I'm I'm more emotionally prepared for what a roguelike is going to be like, where you're just like you mm. suck a lot and until you get good. Um, but also it gives me an interesting way to understand what the possibilities of the game are when I do hit sort of a plateau with the content in the game. I had several moments like uh, when I was getting good enough of the game to actually escape Tartarus and get to the final boss. Um, at, at each boss, I would have this moment of, I clearly just need to play this encounter over and over and over again until I memorize exactly what the attacks are and exactly what I need to defend myself from them. And then I found myself being like trying to trying to farm builds. And then mm. I found myself thinking, well, what if I just spend all of Tartarus farming yeah. oh, Athena's boons? <laughs> so I have like all the most powerful Athena boons. I have Divine Dash, which means every time I dash, that's my favorite when you get to Asphodel, by the way, with all the wizards. You ever get that one room in Asphodel where there's a bunch of wizards that are just throwing projectiles at you? And oh, yeah, and if you, don't have a, if you don't have a good deflect build, it's basically like, cool, the run's I'm over. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, it's just like, fuck you, yeah. yeah <laughs> like, totally. Whereas if you have like a shield with bitch. deflect, it's just like, don't get fucked. Don't, yeah, yeah. Don't. My favorite, one of my favorite runs, uh, moments of just like not being like, well, this is done, is <laughs> I uh, went into a chaos portal right before that and took... Uh, a pretty risky chaos boon where it was like every time you use your special, you will take four health. And oh. I really needed my special because the next room was that fucking wizard room. And right. I was just like, I don't know. I don't think I can get through this. And I I did make it, but I had like one health and the next room <laughs> I was done. That was You're it. Is the, how do we feel about the chaos boons? I love them. They're love great. Them. Are they worth it they're in the great. long yes. yeah. run? They're so good. I love chaos. I love chaos boons. Co- I love the character of chaos. I love just fucking myself over for a little bit. And like, just because the benefits, sometimes the benefits are so good. Getting like that little bit of extra health to bring you up to 300 when you really need it is like, it's worth a lot of the penalties for me. And I find I can usually when I've built my build correctly, when I farmed it or just have a funny enough idea for a build, I can pick a chaos boon that is not so detrimental. So like if my build isn't based on the cast thing, I'll use the thing that makes me like, you yeah. know, oh, it's 11 seconds to pick up a cast. I'm not fucking using that. That's fine. It's or fine. Um, if, you know, I'm, I'm using a particular weapon where you don't need the attackers or, or if you know you can just special your way through an, like a several encounters with a particular weapon, the fists, I know you can just uppercut your way, especially if you have the magnetic cutter through yeah. like just a bunch of encounters like, oh, the, uh, you know, lose health on the attack isn't that big of a deal. I can do that. Mm-hmm. I can do that. Let's I, it, uh, 
It's good. Hey, can I just you get this cursed? Thought. Can I get this cursed thought out of my head? Oh, yes. you finish your thought. Yeah, we'll go Gita, Patrick, then come Gita, to I just need to get this I, cursed thought out. Go ahead. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'm will i very interested in your cursed thought. Um, mm-hmm. But I, I think, yeah, just for someone who's not a roguelike fan, uh, it, it it introduces me to the ways that games that are more complex than this, how they could be satisfying. And so I found myself actually becoming interested in, like, what if I played Spelunky 2? Now mm-hmm. that I know that, like, death in these games is not a big deal and it's all about challenging myself. What if I tried something more complex? I'm happy right now with Hades, but that's like a fun new thing for me. Like knowing how I can like roguelike games. And that's something that Hades gave to me. So, Patrick, curse thought. Please. I just, we you keep saying the word build. And so then I just keep in my mind thinking at some point there's going to be some sort of like Biden, Pete Buttigieg stream where it's like build back better. And build they're going to play Hades. Uh, Hades. And they're going to be build talking about their, their builds. Uh-huh. And just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Not put it into the world. This it might happen. Brain, yeah. like, I, uh-huh. just, I, uh, I yeah. had to say what? it or else I was just going to uh-huh. well, that's, that's tweet did. it. And I just had, what, I'd rather put it out boons? here. What boons would they This take? is, I don't know. We, <laughs> we cannot go. I cannot. Please. I do I think that they can send us on Twitter your suggestions for the presidential candidates. Pete, I, it's the Pete Buttigieg. Have you seen the Pete Buttigieg podcast studio image yet? No. Have you seen <laughs> no. Oh, no. no. You haven't seen what his podcasting space looks like? Uh, I have not. No. I, I'm going to look for it. But, but uh, here, I'm going to look for it. While I look for it, I'm going to set up the next conversation, which right, is we're talking a lot about builds. We're talking about building it <laughs> building back better. Kato, <laughs> I know you've been playing a lot. And I'm curious. Let's go around and talk about what our favorite builds are. Kato, oh, if you could have one build right now, if you want to play this game, what does that build look like? Like, what, what, uh, what's your fave? My one, uh, Ares, Ares on cast is fucking killer. It throws out that disc that deals damage over time, where you just kind of like slowly oh, move the, through like, the space. The, the big old like whirlwind, yeah, the fucking destructive knives, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I love the Poseidon dash, uh, that that does pushback and damage, specifically the one yes. where you upgrade yes. that and that does damage over time to whatever you've hit with it. And then there's another boon that does damage that does like. I forget how like a a ton of bonus damage if you knock someone into a wall. So like I've I've gotten this uh build a couple different times where I'm just like I'm just dash and like like extra dashes when you can get them from Hermes. So like, I'm just dashing around the space and like trying to knock everyone into as many objects as I can and like you know attacking when I need to but like it's a lot about like um kind of controlling the space like moving the enemies to like a position where i'm in less danger because i've like moved them all to one side and like killed a few on the way just like through knocking them into shit uh that that sort of those sort of moments have been really fun with me specifically with the spear too because i love throwing that spear around uh and the fact that the you can spear like is so good the, you can like basically stun lock certain enemies by throwing it and like immediately taking it back and then you get the fucking backstab damage on the way back it's so mwah, love it <laughs> yeah totally jason one build to rule them all what is it what is yours? yeah i've been a huge fan of the dionysus builds lately the hangover mm-hmm. stuff which the i hangover. had been uh like reticent to grab for the first like you know 10 runs that i did because i was like yeah i'm just gonna go for like straight power but hangover is like really great sorry um i think the more you can just like punch hangover into an enemy the better so i really like a special or an attack that gives hangover and the other thing i really like is going for money builds um i've found that like saving your money till the end if you can um other than buying some like health here and there as you need 
has been like really helpful for me. So like if I can get Hermes has a has a build where you like get 10 coins every time you go into a new chamber, which is cool. Huh. Um, and then the last thing is I really love Demeter's casts where sh- you just like drop the um, the cast and it shoots like lasers at people. Uh, which is really they cool, home in it? on people too when they. Well, I, I didn't realize that when I first got. It. I was like, well, "What's the point of me setting up a laser that shoots north?" And it's like, "Oh no, it tracks people." And yeah, it's so does, badass. Uh, you like drop it, and then you can like go to another part, and it's like, "Oh yeah, this thing is just like fucking up all the enemies," and I can yeah. like go fight elsewhere. It's almost like having a companion or something. Or you can also drop them and then like hide behind something and just like chill, <laughs> you know, read the news or whatever while uh, these cast lasers are just like fucking up a room so that that's what i'm into right now that's a good that sounds great patrick i haven't i've honestly have not you're still in that phase you're still well i feel like because when i now that i've started to use titan blood on the weapons where there are weapons where i didn't care like i didn't care for the bow and arrow that much like i'd had a couple of successful runs with the bone arrow, but I never felt fa- like I never found this, the, the, the default special for the bone arrow, which is just like a spread. Wait. It didn't successful what? in what put, way? Put hangover. Oh, no, I haven't beaten that. the game. Right. I mean, like, what do mean? Like, That's what does success mean? All right, chill, <laughs> fucking chill. <laughs> <laughs> wow. serious. I think this is really interesting. Like, what do we call a success in a run? Is it you've gotten it's, to a new area, or is it like you've unlocked a certain? No, because I, I regularly, me, I regularly like, make it to the to the end, to the to the third boss, and so like right. I'm getting very close to the end game. That's where like I'm still figuring out Ugh. the dynamics of those two that enemies. Um, Fuck these. Yeah, years. that boss is hard. You know, and, but sucks. I think it's like a it's like a necessary check on on you to <laughs> before you get to the to the end. Um, so usually like a successful run for me is like trying a different build, like trying a, a different weapon, and like finding a reason I like it and. The first upgrade you get on the bone arrow is uh, rather than having this spray that like is just there aren't that many times where like spraying a bunch of weak arrows does a whole lot. But the the first upgrade you get if you if you uh, do a normal attack with an arrow, your special is like a three really powerful like homing arrows that then like zoom in on someone. Like that's like a way different way of like playing that uh, weapon type. And so I really like the fists. I will say in general like the fists and the spear are the two that uh, I get excited about when, like, the darkness attaches to them. And I'm like, cool, all right, this is going to be a run. I'm going <laughs> to use these weapons. Especially, like, the the spear when you can get the, like, extra distance on it where you can basically yeah. be, like, it feels like across the room and you yeah. can still sort of, like, yeah. like, when you get to the... Um, it's the, it's uh, the bitch uh, you thought upgrade, you know, with the spear <laughs> when you get the extra distance on it. <laughs> yeah, well, when you get to the second boss and, like, you know, you're, you're trying to fight oh. this big uh, s- oh, yeah. skeleton dino thing and it's, oh, yeah. like, I can just sit way out. Like, it can't hit me. Like, all of its area of effect attacks are, like, not even close to me because the spear can just uh, tap away at it. So... Um, I'm excited to use the guns. My guess is oh I will God. end up liking the guns quite a bit, but I only did one run with them. And I um, fucking love the adamant rail, mother. I love that. Tell, gun. Me, tell me about the adamant rail. Tell me about. Tell Hades, me what, what your what is gun. your adamant rail build? The adamant okay. rail is the gun, which which surprised me when I unlocked. I was like, excuse me, <laughs> it's, it's canon, right? I mean, like one is so badly for Zag someone else is in the podcast. Up? What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> To like, to, I remember when I got the gun, wanting so badly for someone else in the podcast to play this game, so I could just be like, they put a gun in this they game. They gave him a fucking <laughs> they gun. Gave him a gun. Hades Do what you with want a gun. with lore, baby. Yeah, yeah. I guess so. Fuck it. Why not? Uh, Why not? Why not? Aries has some great voice lines if you meet him while you're using the gun. But I, I mean, I'm I'm in the state of playing Hades. I beat the final boss. I haven't seen credits. 
But I'm working up to that. And I'm really just at the place where I'm like, I want to see everything. I want to see all the lore that they have because I'm invested in this. And all I do is stupid builds. So now I do builds that are just based on uh, what two Greek gods that I have available to me hate each other the most. And what would happen? Like, what would happen if I did a pure Aphrodite and Ares build? You know, with their tumultuous mm-hmm. love affair because they're connected. So they're they're lovers in Greek mythology. Or what if I did just Poseidon and Zeus as much as I can, just those right. two or Zeus and Demeter. Actually, I've been finding I've been very, very interesting. And oh, they I bet that works well. hate each other. Yeah, yeah. 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 But I bet those abilities are fun together. Yeah, yeah. It's really fun to get the chain lightning and then her god gauge move, mm-hmm. which is just a big polar vortex. So just everyone in the room gets wiped, essentially. Yeah. It's really, really nice. You can corral people into your area effect uh, attack, essentially, by using the lightning to weaken them and then push them into, or anything with knockaway also. Poseidon and Demeter is also pretty good. Um, but the reason why I like the gun is that it just allows you to spray all your status effects on every single person in the room. You don't even have to kill things with a gun. Gun with a Dionysus build, I mean, truly my favorite build is Dionysus and Demeter. I think um, my tra- my favorite boons overall are Artemis's boons, weirdly enough. I didn't huh. think this was going to be I true for me. I can't make her work for me. I need. I, I love her as a character. The she key, fucking rules. Yeah, so what, tell so me adorable. what I need to know about making making the Artemis build work. Um, go look in her boons and figure out what prerequisites you need to get the um the boon that will allow you to mark enemies when you've done critical damage because okay. that will significantly increase the amount of damage you do. Okay. And just if you spend like Tartarus essentially just chasing after her boons, farming them and getting as many criticals like stacking on attack and special as you possibly can, plus the homing arrow for your Titan for your blood. Yeah. Your cast. Um, homing arrow for the cast I've found to be really essential, especially in rooms where I just can't find that last enemy, because uh, at least will point me in the right direction. And it's great for the third boss, too, because you can just be spamming attack and then right click, right click, right click, and it'll just go and hit one of those two guys uh, while they're wailing on you. Uh, it's good for anything in any room where you mm-hmm. need to take care of an enemy, but there's someone else coming towards you and you need to create distance at the very least. Um and I found, yeah, like just having her to supplement my cast or my god gauge is great. But I really like it when I can get that thing that allows you to mark enemies because the you'll you're you will do a lot more damage on enemies that are marked, and you if you have a higher chance of critical damage, you can just one shot things. So that plus any kind of status effect is just really, really just you clear room. I'm I'm at the point where I can reach the final boss of Hades in under half an hour. So. I I really just tried to think about how of the efficiency of certain combinations mm-hmm. and she just makes everything a lot faster. I need you to know that you just told me something I didn't know but should have at least intuited which is that there are prerequisites prerequisites for certain boons which I did not know cuz I've never looked them up. I I was very much uh, like I'm just not going to ever look anything up. And now you're like <laughs> make sure you look up what the prerequisites are and I did and I was like Fuck. Yeah. Oh, It'll- fuck. Weebay gif looking around like, oh, shit. <laughs> um, damn, I didn't know. I didn't I didn't know. Um, well, that's something. That's something I should I should internalize and probably look at a wiki about. Uh, well, they opened, they just added that aspect to the codex in game 
with right. the 1.0 uh, right. update. So okay, like, well, how I just never opened that screen. Oh, well, I yeah. mean, I've played 1.0. I just haven't opened that particular screen, which I will say there's other stuff that I, that I didn't know about until other people talked about. So one was the Titan blood thing. I definitely had Titan blood in my inventory and Skelly did say I could spend it at one point, but I didn't know how. And I did, it took me way too long to figure out to go to the weapon I'd already equipped to go to like its place in the weapon gallery to go, to go upgrade it. The other one I didn't know until friend of the site, Will Smith, not that Will Smith, uh, told us. It'd be sick if it was that Will Smith. Though. It would be sick if it was that. <laughs> Will Smith. You know what? I, I think about that it's just constantly. like you know, <laughs> like Titan's it could blood. Just be the really other Will Smith. It was just the other Will Smith who, like, we, yeah, who, who we like we played PUBG with this, sometime. Though? I bet we could. I bet we could. We yeah, we got Jayden. a history with him. So I was gonna say, <laughs> come on, it would be Jaden. It, it would not be. be it would not be. Um, I think Jaden's so mad at me. Uh, <laughs> the the thing that I didn't know about until way too late is that there's other. There's other things you can buy with darkness on that mirror. Each of those things flips and there's a second yep. that mirror took me a upgrade. Yeah, yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. dude. <laughs> How? Took me a fucking- uh, there's a that so, little, you know, that that There's that a little button little on the left. There's a yeah, little button on the left. That has two what arrows. What the fuck, game? I yeah. swear to God, dude. And some of them, tells like, you, I've been, it? okay, I've been using Death Defiance, which is the one that gives you a certain yes. number of lives. Right. The other one is so much fucking better. Once per room, it? it only gives you 30% health back, but once per room, it refreshes. So you have infinite lives, potentially, if you can, you know, manage not to die. It It's just like, <laughs> it really, revel- it, like, cha- it, it allowed me to beat the final boss, I swear to God. I believe you. So yeah, yeah that's so Patrick, it's so the- deep. Infinite yeah. lives as long as you manage not to die. Just something to think about. <laughs> something, Applies yeah. to real oh. life, too. That's Damn. Right. Sit with that. So you see a little icon on the left, Patrick? <laughs> If you click on that, it switches to a different yeah. ability. If the game, game pointed it out, it didn't do a good enough job. Oh, yeah, I'm just saying, like, I will find. We do this for a living. I feel like I should be able to figure out the UI element of like a major part of a mechanic of the game. Yeah, this that's is something you brought up earlier, though, and that that I keep coming back to. It's like the game does a really good job of holding your hand um, and making you come back. And I think I can see it as an entry point for a lot of roguelites. But at the same time, it's like, what the fuck do I spend my shit on? And it makes it seem like all of the resources are very precious uh, to the point where I'm scared to spend them. It's like, I have like 15 Titans bloods right now. And it's like, I don't want to waste that shit. It's (laughs) like, 15 is a lot. You spend that 15. Spend that 15. Well, what if I need them, you know? Because it's like, you know, you look at this This uh, screenshot you sent. It's like, Phoenix down in Final Fantasy, okay? Spend that shit. I don't think the game makes that clear enough, though. I don't think the game makes it clear that you should just be. Like and maybe part of that is because you, at a certain point you stop getting Titan blood if you're not beating the game, right? Like they, you're capped on what you can acquire once yeah. you beat a boss. Once yeah. you don't get Titan blood with that weapon anymore, you can get a, a diamond. And then after you get the diamond, then you can only get uh, like a, a giant darkness drop uh, mm-hmm. or ambrosia or something like that. Yeah. Um, but I, 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 I am with uh, uh, Jason that I, I think the game could be more – if it notices like five runs that you haven't spent any Titan blood, like the game should like sit you down and be like, hey – so you're going to get more of this later. These weapons get more fun if you use them. Because um, I started hitting a cap on like, I could feel myself scratching at like a interest cap before yeah. I finally used the Titan Blood. I was like, cool. Am I just now waiting for the one run where all the boons click? And I was like, oh, no, actually, mechanically, these weapons are different enough that I'm going to be able to 
cater to my skill set better by using these different weapon setups. But I, I had to have someone in a Discord tell me to do that right. as opposed to the, the game. The game. But yeah. I wonder if maybe some of that is like a, a an early access thing where it's like you have thousands and thousands of people that become so ingrained in your game that it can be possible to overlook some UI elements that for a newcomer, I'm not saying that's what happened. The stuff like this happens in games all the time. But I do wonder this being Super Giants first early access game that there are enough of these moments where it feels like for a newcomer, the game just sort of like skips a beat that um, wouldn't happen when like a patch drops and it's like, we added this brand new thing. Go fucking check it out. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, I I have the benefit of living with someone who can just be my my noob test whenever I'm trying to figure (laughs) out what a game is like for, for people who don't play games regularly but understand what a video game is. I got Hades for David. David actually bought... David, my boyfriend, in case you've never listened to this podcast before and don't know who David is, uh, oh. he actually bought, yeah, he's my boyfriend. We live together. <laughs> Me and my cat. Um, he dates both of us. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay. Yeah. It's a beautiful family. Uh, he bought the Hades soundtrack on Bandcamp Day and just played it. And it was like, yeah, I bet this sounds familiar, doesn't it? <laughs> so I just played that game all day long. So I got it for him on Switch and he did like two runs and put it away. And I was like, so what do you think of the game? What about the boons? And he was like, what What are you talking about? And I was like, oh, this game doesn't tell you shit. Doesn't tell you shit. This game doesn't, doesn't, doesn't tell you fucking shit. Yeah. I have to sit down while he's well. playing and be like, you want the centaur heart. The <laughs> Daedalus, that Daedalus hammer is important to get. You got to get that. And like this is this is where you spend your cash because it just right. doesn't so, tell some you. Some of that, some of that's in, some of that's part of the genre, though, right? So I think that's yes. where, where, like, which Hades is bumping up against mm-hmm. and is 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 trying to unpack and approach in different ways. Where like part of a, okay, we've had like this. What is a Souls game? Or like par, par, often part of a roguelike or a roguelite is a sense of mystery of how the mechanics work. How do items work? How do things? How do systems interact with? I got this gray potion. What's it fucking do? Is like right, and the the notion of a yeah, Yeah. and the notion of doing uh, tons of runs is unpacking that. And part of for for rogue for roguelikes that don't have permanent progression mechanics, right? Hades does, right? That's often roguelites. That's that is often like the singular. Like if you can pinpoint like a major difference between a roguelike and a roguelite, it is often oh, you can increase your health or other upgrades permanently over time, and you can do that in Hades. And because in a roguelike like a Spelunky, uh, it's all just ingrained institutional knowledge of the world and systems. That is what you're building. It is not upgraded health. And that mystery is kind of core in a lot of the ways to how the genre has been conceived. But I then you see, as Gita is pointing out, and in smaller ways, maybe with 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 Austin and I, is you know where you expect the game to explain a lot of things, and then when it doesn't, then you're frustrated over what it hasn't explained, and that's. That's a, that's an interesting tension that this game, by being trying to be more appealing, runs into that you might not hold against like a more traditional roguelike. Where yeah, of course that expectation is shit. right, right, right. The the thing that's interesting to me is where it withholds information and where it gives it. So for yeah. instance, the first time that you see, um, I was just watched you play that that run that's on your YouTube channel, Patrick, last night. And there's a point where you see the exclamation point with the kind of sparklies around. You're like, what's this? What's this next door do? Because uh, for people again, for people who don't know, at the end of a room. 
after you kill all the enemies, you have a choice to make normally about which what room to go into next. And the only clue that you have is an icon. And it doesn't explain those icons to you. You have to learn those icons over time. You have to learn, okay, the bag with the with the thing on it is is a shop to go to go in and buy stuff. Whereas the coin is a place where I can make a bunch of money. Whereas the exclamation point is like an NPC encounter or whatever. And so like there, it's like very much like they don't want to tell you. They could say, this is a room where you're going to meet Zeus before you've met Zeus for the first time, but instead it's a lightning bolt. And you're like, is that yeah, like you a could Zeus just hit, thing? Oh, you could hold a button that's right. like where it totally. explains other things, and it could say like, hey, by the way, this icon means this god, which means right. these types of abilities are what you could expect. Totally. But then, but then on the other hand, in between runs, I was talking to my friend Wes, uh, Cool Ranch Zaku on Twitter, nice. uh, and and he pointed out that um, let's say you die to to Megara. Uh, immediately Hypnos is like, oh yeah, you gotta be careful with that whip, buddy. Like, the whip is, is bad. Then you talk to Achilles, and Achilles is like, hey, make sure you, you think about ranges. Like, I, I in my time, I've thought a lot about distance and spacing. Like very, very, like, <laughs> theory, right? And then uh-huh. and then Hades is like, spend your fucking coins, you idiot son. Upgrade your base, <laughs> right? Uh, and then Skelly is like, specifically like, hey, that, that weapon's really good for dodging, bud. And that is just like, boom, 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 boom. We're going to cover you on tips from every different direction. Uh, and it's almost as if the point at which they want to tell you stuff is when you're not on a run. When you're not on mm-hmm. a run, you can get tips, you can check the codex, you can check, you know, look at all your weapons, test your stuff out, look at all your possible boons, look at all your different keepsakes. Uh, but the second you're in it, like, play to find out what happens, you're going to fucking make it up as you go along and you're going to have to rely on the knowledge you already have. And we're not going to tell you that stuff again, except for like the upgrade stuff, which I think is a, which I do think is a problem. I think they should, they should call that stuff out a little bit better. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't even really occur to me how essential, like, not it's not even just like the Titan Blood stuff, like getting new weapon forms, new weapon aspects, but like it didn't occur to me how essential Deadlift Hammers were until very, very late in my gameplay. Me either. I only learned this while I was, it was actually the one stream that I did for, for Hades proved to be extremely useful because I would stop in rooms and be like, all right, so what is... This is what I would do that I was sitting on the couch. Yeah. <laughs> what do people think I should do? And then people would explain things like, oh, like, d- dude, don't go in the chaos gate. You want to take the hammer because the hammer are, are quite literally the most important upgrades yes, it's the you most can important. get. And I was like, oh, was it? Is it though? Like, what, what am I, you know, it's, I just, it was small details like that, that, well, one, that's why I like doing streams or just like playing with people in general is, um, I think these games actually rely, they expect you to do this. Like this, it's almost not a failing of the game. These games are often built around community and community can mean a lot of different things. It can mean the friends you play it with. It can Mm -hmm. mean the, 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 the the stream friends we made along the way. Uh, (laughs) um, uh, hmm, uh, you know, old school call out. Um, and, um, or it could be the discord you're in or it's the wiki you're checking or the mess. Like these games do to some degree, they, especially in the age of the, the the internet, like expect you're going to go somewhere, discuss what you've learned. And so it's not like a spoiler for someone to say, hey, the hammers are really important. Prioritize those in your runs because yeah. they're going to let you upgrade things. Like that's how you're supposed to get that information. Yeah. But if you don't have that, like if you're just like, yo, I just downloaded Hades and I'm going to play it. Yeah. I can, I can, I do. Bro, do you want me to upgrade can, my spear or do you want me to talk to Zeus, the god of, of all Olympians? Yeah. Like what? Like, 
Why would There's I not no go talk choice. to Zeus? Yeah. yeah <laughs> the answer I mean, is because getting the fucking, making your spear better is actually way more yeah. important. Yeah. Zeus is kind of a bitch ass anyway. Like, uh, damn, get his ass. Uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, it turns out the thing you do all the time, which is hit people with the spear, is the most important thing you can do. Like, that yeah. is it. And and it does take, it, it, it can take a little bit of work to like recognize that without any, without any help. I definitely don't think I would have either without talking to some other folks about, about the game. This is yeah. like why I feel uh, a little bit like the jury's still out for me personally on like how long I'm going to play this game. It's like I've enjoyed every second <laughs> that I've played, but there are these things where it's like always grab the hammer. Like I learned on Reddit, like the palms right. kind of suck, like avoid the palms. There's just not really worth it. Like always take a boon. And yeah, in Enter the Gungeon and Binding of Isaac and these other games, it's like there is a lot of uh, variety and there's more bosses like we'll talk more about the bosses later i'm sure but like the bosses are always talk the about same, them now. pretty much uh, um yes and they are. then right. it's like well except for murder yeah. I hate whenever i get her oh, i cannot i cannot get her oh the furies like, oh which, there's a thing wait, which, that happens later that's going to be fun for you to discover and i will not talk good. about it until you take a break because <laughs> it's just going to like make you Upset in a way that I hope happens on a stream. <laughs> so I can watch it. <laughs> it's like the runs are pretty similar, like from time to yeah, time, the strategy are. is pretty okay. similar. And it's like the story is keeping me in it. And also the fact that it's still fun and challenging and the gameplay is so good. But I'm curious. I mean, I paid 20 bucks for the game and I've. You've well, it's bucks. been well worth it. And the story like goes Jason, on and on and on. But it's like. I have a question. Can I play 500 hours of this? I don't know. We'll find did out. You, did you beat the final boss? I have, yeah. Okay, so you have ex- uh, the Pact of Punishment. Yeah. Okay, so th- that was the thing. Before I beat the final boss, I was like, I'm going to do this until I beat the boss. And like, I I, ha- I just checked. I have a 120. I'm on my, currently on my 120th run. Oh, and uh, the Pact of Punishment, some of those things on there. Have you tried Extreme Measures? I have, yes. Yeah, the, yeah. The With how many Extreme Measures have yeah. you tried? Because <laughs> it's fucking, Uh-oh. it's really interesting. It's really interesting once you see other ways in which they get optionally at challenge. I think that I think that yeah. playing around with extreme with the heat thing because uh, you start off with one heat, so you can only add one extra hurdle to your run, but then you can go up to at least ten. And I just keep thinking about my ten heat run and how I will organize the ways that this game is trying to punish me into a situation where. It punishes me, but I can still defeat it. Right. So I've done like one and two heat and I'm like, oh, it's not that different. And then I just for like, just for fun, I turned it up to 10 and I was like, oh yeah, like I'm not, I'm not there yet. You know, I like, there, <laughs> yeah. I didn't get very far. <laughs> I do think, I do but think I, but you've oh, hit something, ahead. you've hit something distinct about this game versus an Enter the Gungeon or Binding of Isaac um, or even a, a Spelunky, um, um, which is that I think the narrativization of the format does mean that they're fine with you not playing it for 200 hours, right? Like there will be a final, you will hit credits. And at that point, they'll be, I think you were like, all right, I'm done this game. I'm going to put it away on the shelf. And I think that that shows in the fact that it, it, that's part of why the game is a little more constrained on a run to run basis. It's part of why it's so important to, to focus on the fact that you learn information about stuff over time, that you do get, you know, you, you do have that, that slowly increasing 
floor of how powerful you are, your keepsakes get more powerful, you get to upgrade stuff through the mirror, all that stuff, is because unlike unlike Gungeon, unlike Binding of Isaac, they want you to be done this in 50 hours or 30 hours or whatever and be able to be like, all right, cool, I'm done. I'm not going to stick around and keep going down this road. And I feel fulfilled. And that's okay because that's the sort of game this is compared to those other ones, which yeah. which I think is an interesting decision. And it's a very it's a very super giant decision. Yeah. I um I feel like, yeah, this is a game where you might hit like a certain number of hours and then stop playing, but it doesn't make it a bad like it it it's interesting that it's straddling this line with a genre of game that is has such a reputation for being so hardcore and like not for people for very intense people like, who like uh-huh. very intense games um because I, I i do think just by the way that it is designed this game has to have an ending something ha- like zagreus has to do something he has a goal that he wants to achieve and he has to either achieve it or not uh-huh. so you will hit an end point but i'm i I feel different from both Patrick and Jason that I don't know whether or not that will be the end for me. Like, I just enjoy fucking around with the limitations of the game so much right now. I like that I understand the confines of it so I can break it in certain ways when I'm playing it. You know, like, I like finding... This is the joy of... This is the joy of you playing Hades because it's your first one of these, right? Yeah. Like I do, you like your like baby Gita yeah. playing her first little baby Gita uh, roguelike. Like, <laughs> but I mean, this is yeah. this is sort of you know where Jason can like fully articulate. This is kind of the roguelikes I like. This is like the possibility space that I want to be in. Yeah, and he can he can like Hades, but also realize the limitations of how much time he can put into it because. It's the, the, he will hit his cap on his interest in it. And like, you're still figuring out what that yeah. possibility space is. Yeah. And maybe you'll put Hades down and go, fuck these other games. Like, I just fuck with what Supergiant does. Yeah. And this is my one time into this world, which is cool in and of itself because I, I love games that can give you a glimpse of why people like things that you don't like. Yes, me which too. is is very rare for, for games to be able to pull people in. And it may be that it doesn't unlock the genre for you, but it lets you see like, Oh, I get why Patrick or Jason, when they spend a hundred hours in one of these games, like why they get so into it. Like Hades gives me a a glimpse into to, to what that feeling is like. Um, but it's also because you're so early into playing the the this type of genre. Like you are you're just figuring out what your likes and dislikes are within the genre itself through the prism of Hades, which is really cool. Yeah, that said, yeah, it's, it's like this game is so polished. It's like you'll you'll play the other ones, and it's like the, like the story in Hades <laughs> is just like. It's incredible. Like, like the yeah. story it's going to be a disappointment in certain regards, yeah. no matter where you go from here. A little bit of jank. Yeah. I, I mean, my favorite thing right now in Hades is just seeing how many area of attack, like how much damage I can output, like just by being in a room, essentially. Yeah. Just like how, how much, how God. many status effects I can put on an enemy just by touching it one time. Like yeah. that is my favorite thing. Right I love, now. <laughs> I love those rooms that are just like survive for 45 seconds. I'm, like, I'm not going to yeah. survive. I'm going to thrive. <laughs> I'm going to make, I'm going to get rich. I'm going to kill so many of these motherfuckers. I can do this all day. Like, uh, versus full health, but I'm going to open this chest and get me a hundred more HP just to fuck around a little bit. Um, Versus, versus, there are definitely some mini bosses where I'm in a room and I'm like, man, fuck this. The butterfly orb. The butterfly orb. Medusa, the one where you've got the stone coming down. Actually, I find the the mini bosses to drive me up a wall far more. And I guess they're supposed to because- Whereas in a lot of roguelikes, you're getting randomized bosses um, from a pool. This game is static on the bosses with some Basic, with some variations. Basically, yeah. yeah, but they but you're getting like pretty similar uh, uh, 
boss types um, on each on each run. But then the mini bosses, the ones where yeah, you get. Just, get just uh, the wizard room uh, is the, officially a mini boss, and that's my least favorite room in the entire game. I agree I with you. I agree with that, that room. Tough. I didn't sign up for a bullet hell game. I'm just trying to <laughs> like, okay. Well, the game comments on it, right? Like yeah. it's one of the few rooms where, it, like, the, uh, uh, your character will go like, ah, yeah. wizards. <laughs> it's like, uh, like not a lot bothers him. Uh, like he's yeah. a pretty chill dude yeah. for being like the son of Hades. But then like a room of wizards, and he's like. Ah, even I'm irritated by these wizards. That uh, I also hate the giant crystal that has little crystals that come off of it and that shoot lasers in a big matrix. I hate that room very, very much. Yeah, Uh, I mean it's fun when you get a deflect thing. Oh, that's the yes, that's that's, or if you have the shield or you have an Athena boon that can deflect it. Yeah, that's the Athena the Athena special where you just throw out the phalanx of shields and say do 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 do. I love it. Love it in there. I love that. I also love chain lightning in that room because oh chain lightning. I didn't mention that's probably my favorite build just because yeah. it's fun to see shit connect and yeah. blow up over and it's over so again. It's so sick Chain to send out a cast, cast and hit like 10 people and it's like, ah. <laughs> yeah. I like yes. went into that wizard room with Chain Lightning, like a pretty overpowered build <laughs> and I beat it in like five oh, seconds. And then I got in it last night with something like way worse and I was like, oh, I'm dead. Oh, this sucks <laughs> actually. Yeah. yeah. Um, of the bosses, and and I guess here's the thing: is like we we we're still in the pre spoiler spoiler like pre twist spoiler stuff. So let's be careful here. But I guess I'm curious of the of the main bosses that you hit uh, in in your your I guess first let's say twenty runs, assuming you haven't beaten the game as a savant in the first five or whatever. Um, is there any is who 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 do people like in terms of bosses? Okay, favorite boss actually has ended up being the uh, the, the Hydra, even though really? it really kicked my ass. Like the yeah. first maybe 10 times I, I hit the Hydra, I was like, this is the end of my run. Just going to have fun. Just here to have fun. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I now I've just like gotten so good at systematically destroying that oh. thing it's become a real joy to show up i love I really having got the damage phases down like it feels good yeah feels i love good. having an aoe that can hit two of the little boneheads yes. at once in that phase yes. <laughs> so yeah come come at me come at me get as close yeah. as you can bop 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 so bop bop that's when i really like having the gun um and especially putting hangover either on the special or on the main attack on the gun mm-hmm. the special mm-hmm. on the gun is a giant bomb so i love doing hangover on the bomb hit at least one you can get two if you can coax them into attacking you twice at once right hit them on the bomb also stand in the explosion with the second um gun upgrade so that you become empowered so the next time you attack mm-hmm. you are just much more powerful hit those with a hangover and then run across the screen so you can just get everyone else you know and they'll be gone by the time you get back there <laughs> it's really it's just fun to watch I, i'm also at the point uh, it's very cute eventually zagreus gives the hydra a nickname and the, oh, the, when the Hydra that's is cute. like announced on the screen, it will say the nickname for the Hydra also. So now it's just like, oh, hey, buddy. That's good. <laughs> nice to see you. That's very good. I have a definite opinion for least favorite boss, but I want to hear what everyone's favorites are also. Kato. Yeah, I mean, I uh, go Jason. ahead, Kato. Yeah, Kato and then Jason. Um, I, I haven't gotten very f- uh, far, so I, I have only a pool of like three, but I think actually I'm, there's something like really satisfying about the the like um, progression of understanding Me- Meg, which is yeah. the first boss. Um, yeah. Because especially yeah. early on, uh, 
she just seemed like I was like, oh great, this is I'm never gonna beat this. What what are you talking about? Uh, and it also has that thing of being you know like uh, you're kind of uh, fighting someone that's like a similar um, mm-hmm. size and like move has similar movements to what you're doing the dash dashing around like um, and just like uh, learning. It's it's one of those. It was one. It's one of those that has. Um, I mean, most of the bosses have this. The the learning the 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 pattern of when the dashes are coming um it was really satisfying because so like we were talking about the gun the gun the bomb has kind of an arc and like it hits after a few seconds but i got i I learned the patterns of meg to the point where i could pre-fire a bomb and it would land as she arrives after dashing right like Uh that sort of uh uh mastery was really really fun and because she's the first one you kind of will inevitably get there with her because you're going to reach her as many, like many times as like more times than the later ones. Right. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think that's my favorite. So Meg is really a really fun fight, especially because of, yeah, what you were saying about it's the first enemy you see that is similar to you in any way. And you just have to relearn how to play the game for a sec. The first time you come in, run into her because yeah. you're just like, Oh, she has the same abilities that I do in a limited sense. So I need to figure out what to do with an enemy that can dash away from my attacks, for instance, uh-huh. um, or do AOE stuff or like fire bullets at you, <laughs> yeah. which is so annoying, which is bands that, <laughs> but, uh, I also really like that she just is a bitch to you the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> she wants you to die so bad. I love it. Yeah, and my favorite fantastic. things about, Pyre, the game that Supergiant did right before this one, is that they had a narrator in that game that would do dynamic narration, which was like the big calling card of Bastion as well as the dynamic narration. And the the narrator in Pyre just hated your guts and was rooting for you to fail the entire way. And I just really like when they do that to you. (laughs) There's a narrator in Hades too, but like very rarely, like and only in uh, like he might be Homer also. It's very He's called like old man. So uh-huh. maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um uh, Go ahead. Oh no, I just I read on a wiki that if you, you can get a bust of an ancient poet that's definitely Homer, and if yeah. you read a description, the the narrator will say something not snarky for the first time. <laughs> Perfect. Good. Um <clears throat> I definitely I, I have to take this moment to shout out my my most and least favorite boss, which is Theseus. Who, as fuck I noted, fucked to Theseus, honestly. Classic Homeric quote, fuck to Theseus. <laughs> um, uh, is Kurt Angle, the professional wrestler who is like an all American heel at, at his best, who is just like, you know, the we're going to create the the slickest, most like shining, grinning smile hero and make you fucking hate him. That's Theseus. Uh, the fact that Theseus these pair- is like a never Trumper Republican who actually <laughs> does vote for Trump, like yes. on, the sly. on the sly, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. The fact that you, like the, fact, the fact that you first meet him, the fact that you meet Asterius first. Asterius is a Minotaur, and for me, at I least, love I'm, Asterius. I love Asterius. I met Asterius twice before I got to the boss fight. That is him and Theseus, and I was like, you know what, me and Asterius are tight. And then to yeah, walk into that fucking arena and be like. You're hanging with this motherfucker, Asterius? <laughs> you can roll with me, you're rolling with him? This guy is heartbreaking to me. Um, uh. and, <clears throat> and he is just the most, like... Uh, he, the, the end of the Theseus fights, 
where he gets to and this is this is a mechanical spoiler he gets to call on a sort of power that 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 no one else in the game gets to call on uh, first time this happened to me man and I was like, for real? Okay, all right, two can play at that game. Let's go. Uh, and I beat him the I first time. Was, I yeah, I beat him I, the first time with, with by countering him with the same sort of thing. I felt so powerful and good, and he has not let me live it down since. I lose. I lose eight out of ten fights. You know, four out of five fights with Theseus still, and it's it's heartbreaking. He is my. He is the breaking point for me. I can beat Asterius every time in that. I'm not two on one fight. I have him down to a science, but that final stage of Theseus takes me out, and it's so upsetting to me. I like. I'm now finally at the point where I can reliably beat Theseus and Asterius. Um, and but like every time, every time you got to that final stage where you get him down to half health, it's like not even. It's like the most powerful thing that happens in that boss encounter, and it happens at half health, which is like. Yeah. The one thing that like makes me feel absolutely so insane because after you get over that phase, he still has so much health left and he mm -hmm. still will just hit you with that spear over and over. And he also like has a shield, so it blocks most of your damage and you're just and he won't stop heckling you. And it just is infuriating. I fucking hate these things yeah. so much. This um, is another beef I have with the game, which is like I, I I'll just quickly go through the bosses, but it's like. The Hydra for me is like a clown baby boss. It's like I barely get hit on the Hydra. And I mean, after a few times, it's like yeah. he's he's very easy, like very easy. But the I find like of that Mag, boss fight are very easy to predict. Yeah. Yeah. I find like Meg and the, the fates to be like very interesting and pretty hard, like among the hardest in the game. And then like Theseus is just like so much harder than Hydra. Like it, there's no real like progression there that makes any sense. Like. Theseus, in my opinion, is the hardest boss in the game. And it's just like, even when you beat him, it's a slog because he blocks yeah. fucking everything. Like, you're spending most of the time dodging his fucking arrow. Like, it's just, yeah. I mean, I, I hate that motherfucker. Like you said, Austin. <laughs> I, get, I definitely get into modes where I'm like, I'm going to build to beat Theseus. That's what my build is this time. I'm going to build to like get around his shield, to be able to put damage on him over time so that he can't block that shit. If he's if he's poisoned. This is like building in the NFL. They got to beat the Chiefs right. or in the NBA. You got to beat the Warriors. <laughs> yeah. Like it doesn't. But then there's shit else after him. And that's doesn't the problem. Matter. That's the thing that happens is, yeah, you built to yeah. beat Theseus, but then there's game after Theseus. And then it's like, well, f OK, well, See, this is what I mean, need. this build's fine, but. Yeah, Eita. this is where we need uh, Artemis. Actually, Artemis has helped me with these sure. a lot. Okay. Because uh, crit damage, just a higher chance of crit damage, you hit so much harder. Right, and so if, you if you're hitting less often, thing, right, sure. Yeah, if you get the March thing, you can focus on Asterius for a minute and then, you know, hit him with crit damage and then Thesis will get marked because there's no other enemies in the room. So yeah. then the next time you hit him, he gets a huge chunk of his health down. So yes. it's, for him, it's like always a game of attrition, like trying to get in and out close to him, get behind mm. him, get homing attacks, get chain lightning, anything where you can hit someone else, or hit Asterius for more damage, but also be chipping away. Right. And that totally. becomes especially really essential when he calls in the power of the gods, because like the first time that happened to me, I like literally my brain was like, I it was Artemis who I had given so much nectar to. And I was like, bitch, I thought we were no. good. I thought we were good. Betrayed. I felt so, so are we I was all so mad. Killing Asterius first. Yes, like, every time. Just, yeah. yeah. And I feel I, so bad it's, about it's, it. It's Ornstein it's like, and Smo. And like, you're going to get rid of Smo every time and then fight. <laughs> or, I guess that's not true. You get rid of Ornstein first in that yeah. fight, don't you? Yeah. So maybe we should all try to get rid of 
Theseus first and see what happens. I've gotten rid of Theseus first by accident when I've like gotten a hangover <laughs> effect on him. Yeah. But that, like, never on purpose. Does Asterius um, does Asterius have like a rage mode, like an end of fight, like wild mount? Yeah, he starts doing um chasing you around like a lot. He'll spam that attack where he chases yeah. you around and you have to get him to hit a wall or one of the statues. Yeah. And he will also the thing where he jumps around, he jumps across the arena and slams his hammer down. Okay. Um he'll do that three times in a row after mm, he hits half health. Okay. It's easier to avoid. And again, like another yeah. white run if you have deflect, but it's still like so like it's so annoying when you're trying to just like not get hit by a bunch of like lightning that Theseus has summoned and this guy, this fucking bull is running after you. <laughs> yeah. It's just like, get away from me. Shut up. Yeah. The Hermes yeah. ones are so good for that fight though. Like any extra dashes or speed you can have, like it's just yeah. those are the sorts of things I was I was picking you- for that build. And it's like I don't love Hermes that much as in terms of upgrades, but but in that fight, they're so, so good. You get the dash where after you dash, you become 100% faster and sturdy for like one yep. 10 seconds. That yep. is so That's great. It's very useful. It's, it's very just like you're useful. ice skating away from whatever he's trying to do to you. It's lovely. All right. I feel like we should take a break and and switch over to spoiler story stuff, which I'll be honest, is kind of breaking my heart because now we've talked about it. I'm like, I don't want to get spoiled on this game, but I signed up for it. So... Patrick, I'll let you go. I didn't. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave. Uh, I'm also, I don't. Lucky. I should say, I don't care actually. And that's not to be dismissive of the games. <laughs> I just don't. I don't. You can spoil. I'm not mad. Like, I'm not. Fuck them kids. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not. I, I mean, it's just. But that's that's. Uh, I'll make my concluding like point. Went t- went t- tweet. I'm not mad. It's a drill tweet. But I'm actually not because it's it's it's. I think it's it speaks to. The range of appeal of of Hades is that I'm just not here for the story. I think it's interesting. Like I don't mind having something to do when a run finishes and I can go check in with folks. And there are like some subplots that I think are kind of yeah. interesting. But it's always just perfunctory. It's like all right, so I go, I'll do these things, and then like let's get the fuck up back out there and go start slaughtering some things. Like that's what I'm here for. It's what these games like. I am Gita does. Gita doesn't want to feel bad playing these games. I want to feel bad and feel punishment <laughs> and climb the mountain. Like that's yeah. my that's the appeal. Like it's I don't care about the plot and Miley Cyrus and Souls the and Sekiro and dot MP3 for Patrick Clark. Exactly, exactly. <laughs> 100%. She's like 16 when she did that song. Very impressive. Yeah, sure. That's a good um, song. Though. Uh, and so that's what I mean, where it's like, it, it, the story is fine. Like, I, I, I'm enjoying it, but it could disappear. Like, they could go, actually, we've patched it out. And I'd be like, <laughs> I still love this game. And, like, would continue playing it and would want to see it to the quote-unquote, like, credits where the game has said, hey, you're good. You can put this down now and go do something else uh, yeah. with your time. The so, very last I'm thing I'll say before, to- before we switch is, like, uh, just to close the loop on, like, Enter the Gungeon and all these other things. It's yeah. like, I came to Enter the Gungeon, like, 10 patches in, you know? And, like, this is 1.0. So I think Patrick mentioned this earlier, but I can see them, like, possibly adding, like, a whole lot of shit to this game, which yeah. would be cool. Yeah. But it, a it's lot like, of- I'm judging yeah. it based yeah. on, like, you know... Of the first release, and I think that there's a lot of room to to grow here, which would be great. It's the first time we've seen Supergiant do a game that feels like it could have that degree of ongoing, you know, like 
Pyre, yeah. Bastion, and Transistor have endings, right? Like, and again, yeah. this does too, but but Pyre has a two-player mode for right. just allowing you to play the sports game thing. But like, I don't know anyone that does that. I think it's well, it really doesn't fun. have online multiplayer, right? It's only yeah, it's, it's only local. local. Only. We did there was a there was a, a safe point. It is really fun. Um, there was a safe point two-player uh, a thing, which I think was Dap and Mo. Is that right, Kato? Do you remember? Yes, that was Dap and Mo. Yeah, uh, shout out yeah. to Dap and Mo. So if you want to see that, it's still up on the Twitch on on uh, Twitch.tv slash Waypoint. Yeah. Uh, because see, and seeing it was sick. It was like, yo, they should have made they should have given this online play because yeah. this game is great, and seeing people who are good at it like compete is actually really fun. Uh, yeah. It sounds yeah. like that game. It sounds like the game didn't sell particularly well. They yeah. put out like a because someone asked like, yo, put this game on Switch like all your other uh, games. And they were yeah. like, well. Hmm. <laughs> do it for me personally because I need the the NBA jam with feelings. I but do I, need I, it on every I, console. I feel like yeah. I do wonder. Oh, go ahead, Kata. I, I was just gonna say, like, there's always this this question of the Switch audience and whether or not something will blow up there because so many things kind of have right. Like they found a new life on Switch where before maybe they, they stumbled, and I feel right. like I don't know. It's just almost. I, I mean, I don't know actually know shot, what the financials right? are like. Yeah, but like, try it. Let's see what happens. You know. <laughs> Um, I'll be curious if they Supergiant themselves as a studio puts a pin on this. Like, I think they'll do an expansion. I think there'll be like one, like one other big thing for this. Like over the course the of the next year, classic PC expansion model, not yeah, the which, sort of which live is their game sort model. of way of yeah, which is their way of saying goodbye to it. Um, or you know, it's also like look at like a game like Dead Cells, right? Like that's a game that it was so successful that it split into a separate studio to keep running dead. Like the, the socialist co-op <laughs> company that right. made dead cells spun off into a capitalist <laughs> profit machine to make more dead cells. I just, I, I expect they do one big expansion, put a pin on it and say, we're, you know, we're on to the next thing, but it's also not, you know, these, the, Haiti seems like the kind of game that if they wanted to, this they is, could run for years. This is the don't and, starve of super giant. Right. Yes. Where yes. Clay, and, and maybe there's yeah. there's a small studio that just does Haiti stuff. But yeah, you you should explain how Clay. Yeah. So so that so out. Clay, which is which is probably one of the other studios that <clears throat> Clay and Supergiant seem very similar in my mind in terms of mm-hmm. like attention to detail, quality, polish, blah blah blah, and and also indie studio. I think Clay is much bigger in terms of people mm-hmm. working there at this point. But you know, Clay had done had done traditional re- release cycles in the in in the past. They put out like you know. The Shank game, Shank and Shank 2, Mark of the Ninja, Mark of the Ninja had DLC, stuff like that. Um, uh, and then they put out Don't Starve, uh, and Don't Starve blew up in 2013 in such a huge way that they ended up, they're still supporting Don't Starve. Don't Starve expansions and pseudo-sequels are still dropping in, not like within the last couple of years. Um, I think like their most recent thing left early access last year. <clears throat> and so like that became the sort of lifeline for that studio to then also continue to make Invisible Ink and Oxygen Not Included and Hot Lava and now Griftlands, which is coming out, I believe, out of early access, I hope, this year. Uh, also, Griftlands fucking rules, uh, so people should play Griftlands. Griftlands is really great. Uh, um, and so, like, that that model, I think, could be really fun for Supergiant if they did decide to go that way. What I wouldn't want is for it to become the Hades company that only puts out Hades. What I would really want is if they can use Hades and Hades' success to fund not just the next game, but a bunch of additional projects or, right. or, or frankly, just like, 
pay all your people really good, continue working at the pace you're already working <laughs> working at, and put out something else cool in a few years, uh, support it on the back of Hades. That'd be that would be good. I, I don't necessarily need it to like franchise out uh, a lot of dead cells. I, I I would just want it to be like you know, congrats on your success. I hope you use this money in a in a in a good way. You know, so all right, we should take a break. I'm I'm seriously considering handing over the reins of this podcast so I don't get Hades spoilers because I'm not as far. <laughs> and I'm like, if I get those spoilers, am I going to am I going to stop? I just have good news for you. All I, I have is good news. I for know, you. but that good news is going to be like, and that means don't worry, Austin. You don't have to play it anymore because now you know the spoilers in your brain, and so you can turn off the faucet of what happens next. You know what your I mean? Fingers are your fingers are cowards. Is what <laughs> There's <you're saying>. one. <laughs> That's correct. My fingers are cowards. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> fucking put it on my gravestone. Fucking <laughs> yeah, that's a, that is my fingers are cowards, I shout. Yeah, absolutely a drill tweet. Um fuck it. I'm gonna hand it over. Who wants reigns of this podcast? I'm not gonna let myself get sp- I'm gonna fucking beat this game, so I'm not gonna let myself get spoiled oh my on god. it. Oh my god. Kato. Oh my god. You're what? the producer. I'm Am giving I? you the reins of this podcast. What? Yeah. No. Take us to break. I well, this is hard being a producer. I haven't beat it either. Sorry. <laughs> Too bad. Kyle, this you- is your job. Oh, God. God That's brutal. Well, now I feel worse. <laughs> this is your job, he says. I, I, wow. I was going to have to stick around anyways. I was already going to get spoiled. I just didn't realize I was going to guide conversation about a thing I haven't beaten yet. <laughs> You don't have to. That's oh, okay, I guess that's Kato, fair. That's fair. A lot. We can. Uh, <laughs> do you want? You know do you want to try to tap in a manual? Is that crazy? That a man. You know what? I'm down. Let's tap a manual no. in. Please. <laughs> Let's bring a manual in live. We're doing it live. Fuck okay. it. Um, yeah. Oh, I guess two people. Okay. I someone take a manual. Every day, all day. I'm going, I'm a, I'm bye, Patrick. <laughs> bye, Patrick. Um, it's just gonna be a Gita party. I can't wait. <laughs> while 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 we're trying to figure out Kato or, or Jason, someone pinging Emmanuel, someone yeah, on yeah. the Emmanuel. Yeah, I'm hitting him up. Uh, the one thing, the last thing I do want to say is one of the things that bums me out about this game. The one of the only big bummers is that there are no fucking fat people in this game, uh, yes, and yeah. that to me means that they failed at their that their, at their attempt to make a game filled with hot people because mm-hmm. they fail to include hot fat people, which is yep. uh, a real fucking thing that exists. God damn it! Like even. Sisyphus is a big boy, but he's a big get, boy, like, but he's cut. But they, like, dude. They, they draw yeah. him cut. Like, yes, yeah. the only two things that are around in that game are Baldy the Boulder and Dusa, who is literally a woman without a body, but her yeah. face is round, uh, yeah. and that sucks because I just need a large bear just, to hug. Like, give me like if you can't draw Greek gods who are literally kings and queens of excess as yeah. hot fat people, you don't fucked up. I don't mean all of them. Just like, give me a couple. Toss Even me a like Dionysus is cut. Right? Like, he's yeah. kind of shit. Fucked up. Motherfucker, you just drink, eat grapes and fuck all day. I guess the fucking probably continues. But you know, like he is not working on his calves like that. I know no. he isn't. No. Um, the, like his voice actor is, is a weird British swinger voice. Like, hundred, like oh to God. what that Please, is a little no. bit better. Please me Dionysus in like a velvet robe. Give me some roll. Like I'm just saying, it it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. George Costanza asks. George Costanza <laughs> as Dionysus. Incredible, perfect. Yeah, that's representation. Uh, actually, just can we recast all of the Hades gods as Seinfeld characters, <laughs> please? Like um, all the women, like, they're all just different versions of Elaine. <laughs> that's the actual thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Yeah. There's definitely like, which is your favorite Elaine? Are you more of a, a Demeter Elaine or more of an yeah. Artemis Elaine? Like that's yeah. that's uh huh. 
God. Emmanuel is getting lunch, so I don't know Fuck if off. He, when if and when he's Boo. gonna come back. Yeah. Boo, right. Emmanuel. Well, Boo. I hope Emmanuel enjoys lunch. Uh, I'm gonna hand the reins over to Kato to guide this conversation. Slash, uh, you know, we can just we can just eradicate the hierarchy of podcasts, yeah. eliminate the host position. It'll be fine. Uh, you know, give control of of the means to the people, and and in this case, it's the three of you. Thank you for taking this bullet for me, Kato. I really do appreciate it. <laughs> You're welcome. It was just the thing. It's like we were both gonna get shot anyway, yeah. but if only one of us yeah. could <laughs> get shot, I'll, I'll just you know, I don't have a choice. You can you can leave. <laughs> You could just not pay you, attention. You know what I mean? I will right. always love you. The bodyguard. It's yes. all happening right now. <laughs> it's all ha- it is all happening Kato, right now. Just uh, just mute your headphones and talk. And uh, right. if you and feel you have something I'll to say, I'll just wait an we'll appropriate amount of time and be like, hmm, that's interesting. What do you think, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> that's just interesting. What do you think, yeah. yeah, Something funny will probably be being said. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I will see y'all next week. Thank you for joining. Uh, uh, or thank you for letting me join you. Take it away. I guess we're going to break. Be yeah. right back. <laughs> hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, we are back to the Haiti spoiler class. Spoiler cast, starting our actual story spoilers section. Um, if you've been with us this whole time, I've realized at this point we actually hadn't explained the different ways that this game kind of doles out narrative, which I think is really interesting and part of one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite bits about the game and the reason I keep playing it. Um, but the just a quick overview the uh the um each of the upgrades that you get the boons that you get from the gods also comes with a small snippet basically from that god kind of like talking mm-hmm. to zagreus and you kind of get uh, an idea a sense of what's happening through the way they interact with you also at the end of each run or at the beginning depending on how you know <laughs> what your viewpoint is uh you start at or end at when you die um, Hades's house, right? And he's mm-hmm. got various um, servants, essentially. And um, your mother, Nyx, is also there. And you can talk to all of them. And this is kind of this loop of like dying, coming back to the house, talking with everyone. Everything changes each time. And um, same with the boons that you get out in the world. Each time you get a new boon, you get a, n- a new uh, bit of kind of lore and story. And there's it's kind of sprinkled both within runs and also at the at, at uh, in between runs. Um. It is the thing that when I felt like I mechanically, I was like, okay, the itch has been scratched. Mm-hmm. Chasing down subplots and figuring yeah. out how to progress them, that was the thing that kept me coming back to it, especially when it comes to subplots that can progress in a romantic direction. Like <laughs> Megara and Thanatos... 
who, if you don't know, you can date them both at the same time, which uh, oh, is nice. nice to know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You can, and they don't care. They, in fact, Zacharias has two like, hands. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Zacharias has two hands. It can be like that. Oh, that's great. I think, it, I think yeah. it's dope that uh, we were talking about bosses earlier, but I love that Megara is just like hanging out at the house, you know, yeah. and she's like, I'm going to fucking kill you later. But like, also, I'm just like doing my job, you know? Yeah. Right. Um, yeah. She, she looks at it like my ex-boyfriend is making me look bad in front of my boss. Right. So you like really understand like the depth of her ire there, which is like, I can't believe I dated my boss's son and now he's making me look like an idiot in front of his dad. Fuck. Like it, it, the <laughs> development, though, like like they, they set up every character with an incredibly good like narrative hook for their relationship to Zagreus. Even somebody like Hypnos, who I found really, really irritating because he's the first person you talk to and like yeah. see when you come back to the house of Hades. And Hypnosis is the god of sleep. And he just sort of like, he acts like uh, the the welcoming committee essentially for everyone who's dead and is coming through the house of Hades. And um, when you talk to him and if you die to an enemy that uh, other than the final boss, he'll have like a little bit of commentary on like what happened to you, but it's always like no shit Sherlock advice. Like, <laughs> oh man, wizards, have you tried not standing in front of their projectiles? I think that would help a lot. And you're like, shut the fuck up, fuck. Uh, even someone like Hypno, so like once you talk to them enough, like you, the the that that dynamic though becomes so tasty. Like the farther along you get in the game, and the more you just want to see what he's going to say to you about how you died. Especially like when you get to Percy, um, Theseus, and uh, Asterius, he's like an Asterius fanboy. I'm like, oh my god, you died to Asterius again? Can you get me his autograph? Maybe I, I mean, just like, can you think about that? I would love that. <laughs> Uh, Gita, you said earlier that you are a fan of Greek mythology and it's like, I know a little bit about it, but I didn't, I'm not deep into it. Do you think that knowing, you know, the stories of the different gods, et cetera, et cetera, has helped you in any way in this game? Or is it more of just like a narrative thing? Like, oh, oh, I understand where these people are coming from because I have a deeper understanding of, you know, uh, Ares and... Yeah. Uh, what's her face? Uh, God of Aphrodite's <laughs> relationship. Aphrodite, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like a lot of uh, children in the American school system, I also had a like segment on the Greek and Roman history. But the difference at my like dumb private school that I went to in uh, New England that was a mess was in capital m mess of a school <laughs> but they had the fifth grade classrooms in uh like those like temporary classroom trailers mm. um but they called it the acropolis and they had this whole thing where they sorted <laughs> people into different nation states from greece i was of course uh a part of athens because i was a little goody two-shoes smarty pants nice. um but like <laughs> uh, before even before then i was i read the dollar's book which you'll probably recognize this cover um, that I put in the link to Amazon of uh, the book of it's a pretty sanitized. They don't they don't tell you, for example, how often Zeus rapes random mortal women, which is like a ton. He just loves to rape random mortal mm. women, uh, sometimes in the form of a swan. Uh, they, they don't get into all that stuff, but absolutely imprinted on me. One of the times, you know, in a child, he was a lonely, nerdy child being rewarded for my smarts felt novel <laughs> and like appreciated. <laughs> so I I just feel like 
this game scratches that itch enough of like a person who hasn't really thought deeply about this since they were 10 and is now 31 years old because that it you like get a lot of the weird little in jokes that happen here uh like there's a point like the the joke of medusa dusa just being a floating head she was decapitated that's how she died <laughs> so now she's a floating head and like yeah. that is that is a do- that's a little cute mythology joke or um sometimes you can get a duo boon and the two gods will interact with each other uh, i especially like seeing like zeus and poseidon both trying to one-up each other with which one is the cooler and more powerful god which is like definitely their relationship to each other or just like how much everyone thinks Ares is a weird creep <laughs> It's really funny. Like, Arius will be like, oh, I love war, killing, death, and dying. And everyone else is like, this guy is weird. Don't know what anyone else sees in him. (laughs) So it's the interactions always lead to, like, a little bit of, like, an Easter egg towards people that know a little bit more about this. They do, like, change some things, though, to make it um, a little bit more in line with Western values, like a... Megara and Zagreus uh, normally would be related, <laughs> but they're not. They're not in this <laughs> yeah. game. Mm, yeah. Right. I think, uh, I mean, this is a very basic observation, but I think Supergiant deserves like a ton of credit for taking a very familiar world and just like choosing to focus on Zagreus, who's like a very, very minor character, like barely mentioned in Greek mythology, as far as I know, and yeah. using it setting the perspective from his point of view and and really building out this uh the world of the gods in a way that feels familiar but also advances the story and is like it's modern in certain ways i mean they have a gun as as we know (laughs) um and and also just like these characters feel familiar to me but i feel like i'm learning a little bit about uh, yeah. their personalities and I, i mean i i have like a very surface level knowledge of greek and roman mythology uh, but I I do feel like it's nice to know their stories, but also feel like it's a nice fresh take on this world. And I think in less deft hands, you could very, you could see like we're gonna make a game about you know Greek god Greek mythology, and it just being like a disaster. And that's clearly yeah. not yeah. what happened here. Well, they yeah. they look at Greek mythology in a similar way to the way that the Greeks and Romans worshipped and regarded their pantheon, which was that they are have the same like dysfunctions as human beings, but they are incredibly like superhumanly powerful, right? So <clears throat> they have all the petty problems that we have. Like the entire dynamic between Zagreus and his dad Hades is that he just hates his fucking dad and just like, doesn't feel appreciated by his dad. And, like, his dad is, like, low-key, just emotionally abusive constantly to him. And this is, like, a story about gods, yes, and, like, the circumstances are supernatural, but, like, a lot of people in their lives have had a moment that are just, like, I wish I could just escape this home, and I Mm -hmm. don't know if that's possible. And that is baseline very relatable. And I think that it's a lot of what, if you look at the stories in Greek myths, it was about trying to make... Um, the the cosmic and unknowable, relatable and knowable. Yeah. And this is just completely in line with that. I think it's also really interesting, given that Zagreus is related to all of the gods, the the kind of distance you have when, like, you don't know your cousins real well, like, you've yeah. heard of them, like, they live too far away for you to see them more than, like, 
once every five years. It's like it's got that vibe down very well. And then you're like having those direct interactions and you're kind of like peeling apart and learning more about their interpersonal uh, issues is all uh, really kind of a, a fun a fun way to 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 dole out right to start from less and then like kind of build uh up these different relationships which is fun yeah hades like all throughout zagreus's upbringing was like yeah one day we're gonna get on our chariot and go visit your cousins and (laughs) but never fucking did yeah and then zagreus got facebook and was like i know we've never met but like we're related so yeah uh, let's start chatting yeah it turns out yeah like like, one day he just went through like the whole list of his aunties and uncles and he was like what (laughs) like me when my mom tried to tell me how i'm related to one of the millions of people in India that I call <laughs> uncle but don't really know what the connection yeah, to me is. Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I have a lot of uncles. They are none of them are my mom's siblings. <laughs> like, um, it's it just it does like it does provide a, that necessary hook where I mean especially where I think we should probably this is the spoiler cast right yeah, so we yeah, all we know that spoilers are happening. When you get to that final boss, I remember just being like pissed enough to like have to get up and walk around my office for a second. The final (laughs) boss of Hades is fucking Hades. Fuck your dad. You have to beat up your dad. (laughs) Uh, He is like an absolute bitch ass with two forms. I hate my dad so much. Dude, the first time I killed the first form... And then there was a second bar. I was just like, That's so mad. I was like, of course there is, but also fuck this, <laughs> fuck this so hard. It's like uh, just devastating. Just, it was like he gets down and he kneels and he's impervious and he's like he's got a sliver of health. And I'm like, do not refill that bar. Don't. Do, it was like, <laughs> don't. You, you better not. You better not <laughs> refill that bar. And then he does. And then he has the the homing laser attack, which is just an absolute nightmare. That did, oh God. It's- I've got to say, and I, I know that uh, it, since this is a spoiler cast, I, I'm sure that uh, there are heat levels where Hades becomes more difficult. But after having beaten him a handful of times, I now find him to be pretty predictable and not that hard, especially once you realize you can just like hide behind a pillar from his laser yeah. attacks. Yeah. Um, once and, I like, realized the, the pillar thing, I'm like, okay, the second form is not actually as scary, but it's still annoying. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> you, he's definitely like not easy, but I, I would say that uh, Theseus is harder in my opinion than Hades. Once you've like, once you're regularly getting to Hades and like learn his types of attacks and stuff like that. But like, yeah, it's like, you got to be your fucking dad. And he is a, the first time, like, I think he's a worthy final boss in that mm-hmm. I died, I think, three or four times to him before I managed to beat him. Like, it's definitely not a pushover uh, final boss in any way, shape, or form. It's like you have to be in, like, pretty decent shape and, like, have death defiances and, like, ready to yeah take a lot <clears throat> of damage there. And he hits hard. He hits, like, 50 points sometimes some of his swings. Yeah, I've had 80, 80 health points taken off in one blow from him Oof. with the spin attack. Yeah, yeah, that spin yeah. attack, if you don't get out of the way, it will take off the third of your health. It is rough. Uh, so the one thing we didn't mention is that right before you get to Hades, you end up in the River Styx, and you have to defeat Cerberus. You don't fight the dog. You do not what? fight Cerberus. You have to find him a treat. Um, wow. And that can be a place where like you are completely set up perfectly to go into the boss fight, 
and then everything that happens in sticks will just just fuck you <laughs> like in a way that's really frustrating there's a new mechanic enemies can poison you and i've had situations mm. where i didn't even know i was poisoned and then i die and like my end is my run is over and i don't know what happened to me and i have to say like in terms of enemies i just hate the motherfucker the rats and the satyrs are my most loathed enemies at this point I think the even more are than the witches. hardest enemies in the game. They're so I, I fuck them. Their lasers or whatever they shoot at you shoot like very fast. They're very yep. hard to dodge. And then it's yep. like you got to find the little pond or like whatever yes. that that heals you. The holy water. I don't know what it is. Um, and like you, you will always be like the the rats are my least favorite because they spread poison on the floor. So if you're trying to stay near that po- the pond that heals you. You will just make it so that it is co- like covered in poison. You'll get a stacked poison effect like while you're trying to heal yourself. It's like difficult to find a good strat or build that both attacks them and keeps them like away from you. It, this is this a main is part where, of like, why I love the Poseidon gun. <laughs> push push things are really helpful as well as just like ranged attacks okay. and stuff like that. And I found yeah. that it's it's a really interesting game in that the skills that you need or like to beat. Theseus, you need to kind of like get up close and personal and like fuck him up because if you have like bow and arrow or cast or whatever, like you're just going to hit his shield over and over again unless you're like pretty fast and get, get behind him. But then you get to sticks and it's like you need the opposite skill set. You need to be able to stay away from the rats and it's like, mm-hmm. fuck, I built for Theseus and now I cannot beat these rats and the satyrs <laughs> because you're in yeah. like very, yeah. Yeah, but I... I- Go ahead. No, I mean, I, I think that uh, I, I like that. One, I like that you don't fight Cerberus and that he's your pet and the dog. Thank God they don't make you fight the dog. Uh, and two, fuck the poison. The poison is not not fun. Don't like it. Not a fan. Fuck to poison. <laughs> yeah. Um, you can get like a, an extra boon or if you save all your cash until the end, um what's his name, Charon, will have in a shop when you might be able to buy a diamond or some more health or Titan Blood sometimes shows up in there. Prefer like a lot of gold though, for like a thousand gold, which I have not really, I haven't been able to save that much. Um, <laughs> but also like you can tempt fate in there in ways that will distinctly and specifically destroy your chances for the final boss fight where like I've had things where I've like gotten uh, the treat you need to give Cerberus. So you'll, you're you in this in the river of sticks. And you are presented with a series of rooms, and behind like one of the doors will be a treat for Cerberus. And you can go through as many rooms as you like, but you'll only get healing after you find the treat, and you will not find healing in any of the other rooms. So if you have um like a, a well of Karen item that like puts healing items a chance of them dropping from fallen enemies. You might be able to like go through a couple more rooms than you normally would have. But like, generally speaking, I found that if I try to get another special, like another boon that I really want after I found Cerberus's treat, that means that I will just completely fuck myself. Like just I just like that's it. a little bit. Yeah, it's it's very tempting though. Because sometimes you're like, what if I just had like, what if I sold a boon and then did this room and got another boon. Like, I feel like I could just perfect my... No, you have to just go and, like, trust that whatever setup you have prepared will do it. I, have you ever yeah. had a run where just, like, you just... You, you you did one... You were just, like, a little too extra? Because that's been happening to me a lot recently. 
Yeah, that happened uh, the first few times I got there where I was like, I'm pretty powerful and like I have a lot of health and like some death defiances or whatever. So I'm going to try to get more powerful by doing like, you know, another uh, one of these gates or two. And then like on the very last gate, I just get extremely poisoned and I'm like, huh, <laughs> yeah. this is not good. I uh, am much weaker than I was like two rooms ago uh, <laughs> and I'm going to die now. Hoist uh, by my own petard, one exactly. might say. I've yeah. got to say, I, the last few times I've played, I have been going through all of them, though, because I do think it's like if you figure out a way to handle all of the rats and satyrs and other and those fucking laser dudes oh and traps and all the things in there, it's like those extra couple boons are usually very powerful because at least the way I've been playing it, where I try to just like get a lot of boons from one or two gods uh because the more, at least as I can tell, the more boons you get from the same gods, the more likely you are to get like a duo or legendary or heroic boon, which can yeah. just like really, really help at the end. Like I've had runs where it's like, there's no way I'm going to beat Hades this time. But then like I get a really sick boon either from Chiron in the end or just like in the in one of those river sticks rooms and it's like oh now i can beat him like pretty easily because i have just like an incredible call or like whatever yeah or just like you grab divine you you kept the dash slot open because you're hoping to for divine bash and you got it that's happened to me a couple of times where it's just like mm -hmm. ooh, mama i hope if i go through this athena room i will get divine <laughs> dash and she comes through and it's like a legendary like version of it and you're just it's just god it's, i love when athena priceless. gives that to you at the end and it's like where were you this whole run but you came through thank god like yeah. you came through <laughs> thank, thank athena um yeah we've we've alluded to this a couple times but haven't actually outright said it because we weren't in the spoiler section yet and i'm super curious because i haven't gotten to the end yet i haven't beaten it yet but um i've heard mention of some new mechanic that happens after you've beaten okay. hades the first time right so after you beat Hades for the first time, um, the first thing that happens to you is you meet your mom and oh. then you learn that you can't stay on the surface permanently and you die and you go back to Hades and <laughs> you're upset about that. <laughs> yeah. It, I spoiled myself because I was a little bit like, I don't actually know if I have the time to beat this game. And then uh -huh. literally, so I finally beat the final boss and I, I was at was my 104th run when I beat the final boss. And uh, I found it, it was literally a situation where I was like, I'm going to I'm a little I was a little stressed out after the presidential debate. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I need to do one run of Hades to chill out and like think about something else and then go to bed. And I picked the shield and I had aspect of chaos in the shield, which is like whenever you do your special two shields go, which is just really sick. And I, I ended up with a very good Dionysus based like boon, like build and i i beat hades as an absolute fluke like just like really didn't ex wasn't expecting it i was up much later than i thought i was going to be because i was like I, I actually do think this is the one shit like i can't believe i made it all the way to hades might as well just die here and go to bed but no um but when you restart after that when you get back into hades um when you go back out to do another run because you can't have all your answers que questions answered in the first brief conversation you have with your mom um, you, you find that your door to Tartarus is different. It's now has a pact of punishment, which is a new screen that a new thing you have to do to prepare to leave before you go into your next run. And you can 
uh, again gain the benefits for clearing bosses by adding levels of heat. So uh, you can, you know, get the Titan blood, the diamond, and the ambrosia for all the weapons you've cleared uh, Hades with before if you add one heat. And the things that add heat are just new. It's like the thing that Supergiant does a lot, where they give you optional ways to make the game harder. So the like um, idols from Bastion or whatever. Yeah. It reminds me a lot of the idols from Bastion, where it's like, listen, you will get a greater benefit, but now enemies all have like 20%, like 15% more health. Or um, Extreme Measures is the one that really changes things up, where you get a uh, bosses have different forms. Uh, this is the thing oh, I want Patrick to discover because yeah. uh, you can get you can get Megara on Extreme Measures. You, her two sisters come through, and oh, I, I just can't wait. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> Patrick's gonna be so mad. The <laughs> first time that happens, it's like, huh? Like fuck this. Like I see we're fighting all three of them now. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, yeah, it's um, there's like other fun ones. There's a, a one that I want to try where like the first hit on every enemy just doesn't count, uh, which huh. that sounds like a very fun way to add challenge. And then like standard ones like, oh, you have less health and they have more health or their attacks do more damage or their armor is stronger. But like it's it's figuring out how comp- like again, like the boons, it's like figuring out how you can can survive different combinations of these so that you can get way more Titan blood or you can get way more like a ton of diamonds or something like that. Right. There's one I extremely don't want to try, which is the one where you have to like purge a boon every floor or whatever. Um, No, thank you. Wow. Yeah, it's like get rid of uh, something that is helping you beat this game. It's like, no, I like like my powers. I love that. (laughs) Uh, it's it's exactly like the thing in Pyre, which spoils your Pyre. But at the when you get to the, they do a really good job of keeping this secret. But it makes the I feel like a lot of people didn't get to this point, and that's why they don't like it. But at the end of the every like, so it's like NBA Jam where you have like a bracket and like you go to a championship. But it's like if at the end of NBA Jam you had to like trade away your highest scoring player. Oh, <laughs> so no. at the end of Pyre, like you have to select a character that's just gonna go away permanently if you win. Damn. And it's uh, it reminds me a lot of that. Like this is a particular way in which Super Giant specifically likes to emotionally hurt <laughs> people that play their games. Right. Yeah. It's um, but I mean, other than that, like. The thing about getting heat, like what I was so excited for, though, was like being able to get more ambrosia so that I could date more people. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. Which is I think- um, a, a thing that we've also just kind of mentioned offhand, but in case people haven't uh, are still listening but haven't actually engaged with that system, uh, as far as I can tell, the that's the only thing you can really do with ambrosia is give it to people, right? Um, yeah. And each time you give it to them, you you get um. The first time I think you all you get the keepsakes, correct? Yes. Uh, and then after that, you kind of um, get further like bits of dialogue with them, uh, and you like strengthen your relationship specifically with them. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think we've uh, we've talked about the keepsakes either. Just really quick, those are like um, kind of like mini mini idols almost, where yeah. like there's like a, a a buff and a debuff kind of on one item. Um, the the first one I got was the um, Achilles one, 
because uh, mm-hmm. the first <laughs> the first one I gave immediately to Achilles because I think he's hot. But uh, <laughs> uh, oh I my think, god, I'm so excited for uh, you with what happens to Achilles. I, anyway, I got okay. I got to give him more. Uh, although now I, yeah. I I think Sisyphus is very cute, and I need to give him more. It just seems so sad. He's nice out there. too. Yeah. Um, uh, where uh, basically I take less damage from the front, so as long as I'm facing enemies, uh, I, I I'm uh, I, I I can take more hits, but backstab damage gets uh, a small boost. So things like that. Um, yeah. Um, most of the the keepsakes don't have like a debuff on them. The Achilles one is just like it's Achilles heal. Interesting. Okay. Yeah. You yeah. know. Um. A lot of them, when you give nectar to the idols, it's just like that. That is what allows you to farm for builds because they have a higher chance of showing up and giving you better boons when you have their keepsake um, equipped. But so I've, I've like upgraded most of those keepsakes, and I'm trying to like upgrade the others because you can, you know, the when you use them a lot, if you clear a certain number of encounters with them, they will upgrade, and the benefits will be even greater. And some mm. of them are really great, like. Uh, the one that Dusa gives you has just like a chance of pots having healing items, which is very useful. Um, the one that Cerberus gives you, which is the one that a lot of players get right away, it, it just gives you a permanent health boost, which is oh, incredibly shit. helpful. Yeah. yeah. Um, but if you give characters Ambrosia, there's a, a certain number of characters, and I only got to this point in the you know after beating the boss. You give them certain characters Ambrosia, they will give you not just a keepsake. But a companion, which is like a summon that you can have for for boss fights, oh, word? and you can only use them a limited amount of times per run. You can give the the companion itself more ambrosia to be able to summon them more times, which is like why you need ambrosia. But yeah, oh word! Like it's not just like a summon, but like it's a summon, and they'll also give you like it's a very particular kind of thing. Like you can actually get one from Sisyphus, and. He will do a thousand damage, but he will also drop some healing items and some uh, Clarence Obel and some darkness for you as well. Oh, shit. Uh, I got one from Thanatos, which is like you get he just like mercs everybody in an area after a a short pause like he does when he shows up in encounters. And though like the game, like it, it, it's balanced in this way where the exact moment where I hit a plateau where I feel like I've seen all the mechanics and like I understand what they can all do in combination with each other it's like here's one more thing yeah and it's just like changes the whole game yeah it it was really great um I definitely felt like I thought I had hit that pretty early like hour two or something I was like okay I think I've seen everything and now it's just about grinding this out and then they throw in fucking that and then that was the first time I saw chaos Right, the like oh my God, chaos this. boons uh, being ones where you have like a, a limited time uh, debuff, and then at the end of that, you get some sort of permanent long term buff that is per- that is really good. Uh, and yeah. they just keep yeah, they just keep dripping. The the it feels like they've paced out super well the drip at which you get new mechanics to kind of layer on top. And I still haven't like I'm nine hours in, uh, and I still haven't hit it, any end to it. And it sounds like you're still. How many hours in are you at this point, Gita? And you still haven't found hundreds. anything? Like hundreds yeah. and hundreds. Yeah. <laughs> That's you know, the thing. It's-, it's like this game is astounding in a lot of ways. In that it's like there are, are hundreds of hours of. I mean, I guess it's probably less than this, but they they have so many lines of voice acting that yeah. just come out in different things. I'm so impressed with the voice acting and the fact that you know the story goes in so many different ways and it's doled out at a pace that feels 
right but also that can be uh frustratingly slow at some at some points where it's like oh i have to do like an entirely new run just to get like a little morsel more of information um and i'm i talked to emmanuel who couldn't join us here but he said that he did hit credits i i haven't but he says that there's even more after that so it's like (laughs) he says he doesn't feel like he's like at the end of the game and doesn't know like when the end of the game comes so Maybe there is no end. Who knows? Yeah. That sounds nice. I do like just like how every subplot, when you resolve it, it feels thematically tied into Zagreus's larger journey. Um, Have either of you gotten close to the end of some of these subplots or resolved any of them? No, I'm still pretty early Uh, on personally, but. Okay. Yeah. Um, I will say the direction that when you, once you get to Elysium, some, if you see an NPC encounter, in Elysium mm-hmm. as a room, go directly to that door, Kato. And I'll <laughs> Always try not go to spo- that door, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Always go to that door. Give that guy tons of nectar and ambrosia. Like you will enjoy what that does with your relationship to Achilles. It's a very fun. Oh. Um <laughs> I'm gonna keep that one. I'm gonna keep that one in my back Great. pocket for you Thanks. because I, I think that you need to have that surprise <laughs> specifically. Um and but yeah, I um, I got really invested in Orpheus and your Eurydice, partially because yeah. um, Eurydice, ha- the first time you meet her, it's this beautiful moment of peace and calm. And like her design as a wood nymph, I think is really, really beautiful. Mm-hmm. She's like, um, she's got like African-American features and, you know, speaks some African-American vernacular English to you. It sounds like she has a black voice actor. Um, and then she just sings this absolutely beautiful song that I've just absolutely, I have just like stopped in that room and listened to her sing before. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's, it's you that, know, not long after, yeah, it, good it's just that It's that one classic, they always have one in each one of these games, super giant, like yeah. female female singer singing something like yeah. hauntingly beautiful song. Like, yeah. that's her. <laughs> I've got to say like Eurydice is so much more compelling to me than Orpheus. And I, I know that, you know, she's his muse. Uh, but I, yeah. I, I found like Orpheus to be like a bit of a sad boy uh, yeah. in a way that is like, you're you're a bit pathetic here. Uh, and, He's got you know, fuckboy vibes yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Eurydice yeah. is just like chilling and, you know, Thanatos, uh, not whatever it's called. Yeah. Uh, the second floor and just like, you know, in her beautiful uh, bedroom type situation gives With you mad like, food just waiting for you. Yeah, yeah. Tons of food like, gives you like sick upgrades, like sings beautiful songs. It's like I love running into her, whereas like Orpheus, every time I talk to him, it's like, woe is me. Uh, mm-hmm. He started singing recently in, in my playthrough, which has been nice, but uh, yeah, definitely like you're to see. Out of his the league, resolution <laughs> of their plot, I think, is actually it, it, the character growth you see from Orpheus. I was the same when I first met Orpheus. I was like, I was, I told him, you know, oh, I met Eurydice. There's an option to tell him that you met Eurydice, uh, or it like, comes off in dialogue. And he's like, no, I hope she's doing great. And I was like, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Fuck off. Um, but once you talk to him, like, once you. This game is very good at getting me invested in characters that I didn't think I would like. Like, I didn't think I would have anything to do with Hypnos or Eurydice. Not Eurydice, Orpheus. But once you get Orpheus to understand that Eurydice is still out there and that his end of relationship with Eurydice didn't mean the end of her as a being, um, you see him grow, like, grow 
continue to grow from the end of his story of, you know, Orpheus in the Underworld. Mm -hmm. And that feels very satisfying. You get a duet version of that song at the end of that. And it it is a really, really touching moment moment to go and just like, oh, I can't wait to see, you know, you're ready to see. I just did the final thing in their plot line. I wonder, like, if she'll say some new dialogue about having seen Orpheus finally. And then instead of that, it's just the two of them there. And they're like, take your boon, but we've got a lot of catching up to do. And it's so wonderful. Oh, or it's just sounds... like, I I helped someone grow. Yeah. <laughs> like, it feels really good. Um, I also discovered that with Hypnos, who I was like immediately, like early on, I was like, I'm never giving this character shit. Like, I hate them. <laughs> <laughs> but you start to learn that like their relationship with Thanatos, Thanatos is Hypnos' twin brother. And Hypnos' relationship with both his mom, Nyx, and his brother, Thanatos, is really rocky because he's, like, pretty self-centered. And the way that he talks to you, like, a sort of unobservant, narcissistic, like, just, like, casually cruel guy is the way that he talks to everyone. So when you resolve his plotline, you are helping mend this broken family. And it just shows you just, like, how how centered Supergiant is and the just like the crafting of this narrative. Like everything is about broken relationships and repairing them. Even Nyx, Nyx is the daughter of Chaos. Chaos who has no gender and is just the primordial chaos that existed before we all got here. Um, and Nyx hasn't talked to Chaos since the beginning of creation. But through interacting with those characters over and over, you can repair that. You can get them to talk to each other and find something there that wasn't before. And that I I really like how they found that hook for like basically every character interaction. Yeah, I think uh, Nyx is like a just a very powerful character. I think, and and the more you learn about Zagreus and his relationship with his mom, who like Nyx raised him, and Nyx has been sort of like helping to get him out of the underworld, and then you learn that his real mom is Persephone. Uh, sorry, Kato, if you haven't learned that yet, but this is the spoiler cast, <laughs> yeah. and you agreed to to take a, take I, yep, one for I'm the team. The, hit. <laughs> um, the way you learn it in the game is really fun, so I, I won't spoil that. But that it's a great moment of uh, super giant narration shenanigans, I'll say. Yeah, those those like um, sequences in the game are really fun and really great, and you feel like you really earn them. I'm not sure if like. One thing I can't tell, and this is uh, an extremely annoying, humble brag probably, but like <laughs> since I've played so many other uh, roguelites, it's like I think I beat Hades on like my 15th run or something like that. Uh, and I couldn't tell like whether I was learning, like the, whether the story is doled out faster if you win more or if it's doled out according to like number of runs slash like time spent. Um, and that's still not clear to me. Like, there's definitely certain things that are doled out depending on when you win runs. But I think they also, if you die over and over and over again, you're still getting a lot of the story, uh, yeah. like, so, at a good pace. I am not like you and haven't played a lot of Red Lights. And I will say I think that they trigger certain plot revelations on how far you've gotten in the underworld like how close to the surface you've gotten because some things like just have to narratively happen in order for the ending scene to make sense right like you have to know that persephone is your mom before you get to the actual surface otherwise like the player will be very confused (laughs) about what's happening there um and i think like you know i had the story i thought very nicely doled out to me 
over my literally 104 runs before I was able to beat the final boss. And there is actually a point where you have to beat the final boss in order to really progress the story. Because and part of that is because like a lot of the story happens after you beat the final boss and you have your interactions with Persephone and you learn even more secrets. But the other thing is like you will run out of the ability to earn more resources to give to the characters whose like plot lines you want to progress. And you I got to a point I around the time when I beat the game the the final boss, not the game. Uh I was I was at that point where I was like I need more Titan blood and I need more diamonds and I need more ambrosia. And that is not going to happen until I beat up my dad. And I really (laughs) need to do that now. (laughs) The fucking diamonds, man. It took me so long to get enough diamonds Diamonds? to, they're very rare, very rare in my experience. Yeah. I feel like diamonds, like mostly the things you can buy with diamonds are new songs to ask, Orpheus is singing for you, but also there's like a couple of really tight upgrades that I really want, but diamonds are just like, you only get them from defeating the Hydra, and I mean, it's the easiest boss, you get like mad diamonds all at once, and you spend them all, and you're like, shit, I need more diamonds, and then like, you just have to wait until you get the Pact of Punishment in order to farm them again, and like, it's not like Titan Blood, where you can actually find Titan Blood for in exchange for an Ambrosia in the little shop in Hades. There's a tiny little shop where you can trade resources for other resources. And that shows up fairly, very, fairly often. So I've managed to like get myself the one Titan blood I needed um, because I had some ambrosia. But with diamonds, I just feel like you're only reliably going to get them through that boss fight. And I need so many of them. (laughs) Right. And it's like, you can, I think you can buy diamonds from that shop but it's like 10 ambrosia for one diamond and it's like no yeah. no deal no deal shopkeeper yeah absolutely like, not yeah yeah that's a have shitty you... deal i want to fuck thanatos <laughs> yeah gita have you uh have you fucked around with the fishing stuff i love fishing so much fishing i had is a great. great i had a great run i don't know if this happened to you this is a random thing that happens but i had you know the rod of fishing I got that upgrade, and then I also was using um, Poseidon's uh, keepsake, and I ran into Poseidon in, like, the very first room, and he was like, yo, fuck, you got the rod of fishing that rocks. I love that. (laughs) And then the next time I ran into Poseidon, he was like, listen, I only have one boon for you, but it's going to be tight. Like, I want to see you just, like, fish everything. Yes, yes. (laughs) So he gives you this boon. It's like every room has a fishing point. And you get mad fish all the time. It, it yeah, was it becomes so much like, fun. It becomes like Bass Hunter, like uh, <laughs> 2020, you know, uh, like just yeah. got to find more fish. Hell yeah. Um, as far as I can tell. You give them to the head chef in the restaurant yeah. and it gives you like, it's very helpful if you are like me, like just fucking around with all the cut, like. I finally gave all the NPCs that stand around Hades like places to sit. They'll never sit in them, but I'm just like, I would like for Thanatos to have these two chairs. Like, <laughs> I would like for Hypnos to have a little place to fall asleep. Um, very nice to give Achilles a rug to stand on also. I felt very good about that. Nice, yeah. 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 I haven't started messing around with the cosmetic upgrades because I'm I'm so precious about my resources because it, it's I'm just like, I don't know, like what if I can't get any more? But I guess I, I can always get more. And should I, be you'll get kind. so many gemstones. More I gemstones. Just be a kind really person and give you know give Achilles a rug to stand on. That sounds like an, a nice thing. If you give one. Nyx 
a vase of flowers to stand next to you. She'll thank you for them. She's like, they're Aww. beautiful. And I'm like, oh, thanks, mom. <laughs> I, I, I grabbed I grabbed one on accident just to kind of see what they were because it was one of the early cheap ones. And it turned out to be uh, pretty useful, which is the the um the like water basin that you put in your room. It oh, lets nice. you see how many runs and how many enemy, how many runs you've done and how many enemies you've killed, right? Um, yeah. I'm glad I picked that one up, but otherwise I haven't really uh, dug it too deep into any of the other ones yet. Is the prophecy something that you have to buy, the, the list of prophecies, or does that just appear to you? I can't remember. I don't know, because I haven't seen that yet, I think. I think. Oh, is man. that in your room list also? List of prophecies. Yeah, it's at the yeah, desk. Yeah, the okay. prophecies uh, are dope. Get mad Titan's blood and and diamonds from that. Except it always yeah. fucks up my runs because you can see like which ones you like which boons you need to finish a prophecy, and it's like I don't need this one, but it'll help me finish a prophecy. So like I'm gonna grab it. And then <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, I've had have done that. so many runs where I've just been like, okay, well I'm gonna take the prophecy, the faded boon, and just give up on this one. Like this one's just a bust now because I have to take this thing I've never used before and suspect might suck, which is why I've never used it. It is an excellent way, either to to make you to make you change how you play the game. Um, it reminds me weirdly. I mean, I've been playing a lot of Genshin Impact, so I've been thinking a lot about sort of the mm. design here, like legacy of Breath of the Wild. It reminds me a lot of breakable weapons in that game, where you can get into this total pattern of just breezing through every encounter because you have a weapon you really really like, right. but you will be forced to change how you play the game just because of what the game will throw at you. And I appreciate that because it makes me actually try everything in the game. I'm very much a person, like in a fighting game, if I find a move that you don't know how to block, I will just use that move right. over and over and over. I'm very annoying to play competitive games with because I'll just find some, <laughs> I'll find the way to cheese down all your health because I don't really want to try <laughs> very hard. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've definitely had runs where it's like, I'm just going to use the magnet pull on the fists like one million times. And I'm like, this must be annoying for the imaginary people (laughs) who are watching me do this or the, uh, you know, the the enemies. I'm just like repeatedly fucking up with this magnet pull. But the game does do a good job of varying the runs and like the weapons all play pretty differently, I would say. So I'm I'm like pleasantly surprised with that, especially because. Every other roguelite I've played, I guess Dead Cells is like this too, but every other roguelite I've played has just like mad characters in it. Like you can play as like 10 or 15 different characters and it's pretty core to Hades that you are Zagreus. Like if you had another playable character, I don't think the story would be, they couldn't do the story in the way that they're doing since you're like trying to reach your mother and talk to her. Um, But the way that they introduce variety is by having all these different weapons, which feels like you're a different character because it plays completely differently, which is a good compromise, I think. I yeah. love it when you can turn a weapon that was built to do a specific thing into like a basically a completely different weapon. Like I, 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 especially with the fists, I feel like you can turn the fists into a different kind of gun very easily. <laughs> I love doing that. Cause you just like, you get you know, the magnet cutter and then like, I don't know, chain lightning on your attack. And it's just like, oh, this is these, these, these boxing gloves are now a gun. <laughs> and that's, that's fucking rocks. Or you get the, the, Daedal- the Daedalus hammer upgrade where you get a longer attack. And it's just like, oh yeah, you know, um, this is just now this is a distance weapon. <laughs> like, now I can I've completely changed the mechanic of how this works. Right. right. I, I, I have do. You, have I mean, you gotten I, the final right. form of any of the weapons? 
uh, just the lance, just the the aspect of Guan Yu. Uh, yeah, that's the that one I got, and I was like, "This is so nuts. hard." It really changes everything because you like get less health, but the mm-hmm. spear is much stronger, and it's like, yeah, I got fu- I got I fucked up when I played with it. <laughs> I have not made it to Elysium with Aspect of Guan Yu yet. I think that's like my next little project. Essentially, is like how far can I get with this? Like, can I? I want to get to the surface because one, it 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 will fulfill a prophecy. Like, it's not even beat the boss. It's like, get to the surface with it. Huh. Um, they understand what they've done. Uh, <laughs> but it's, uh, so the aspect of Guan Yu, it lowers your health to 60, all health items, um, including uh, items that add more health to your health total are just, like, also, like, less powerful. But the spin attack, um, instead of being a stationary spin, is, like, a disc you throw out that, will gain you a little bit of health so if you play it oh, right shit. every time you get attacked you know every time you, you get hit you can get your health back um it completely wow. changes what the spear is it completely yeah. changes what the spear yeah. is uh i've spoiled myself on the rest of what the aspects are and a lot of them are really fun uh i think the gun gets aspect of lucifer which just turns it into a laser which i can't <laughs> wait for that's so that's sick. amazing that's <laughs> so amazing. fucking sick God. It's uh, it's incredible how much game is in this game. Right, we've all been, you know, like it's just like it's it's not just that it is an incredibly mechanically satisfying roguelike, or that it is like a very like heartfelt narrative that's very well acted. I love the voice acting, and I had no idea that Zagreus was voiced by Darren Korb, who was also the composer for this game and all of Super Giant Games. Whoa. Um, yeah, that's Darren Korb, baby. <laughs> um. And he's just killing it again and again, as he always does. Uh, it, it is like they've created a beautiful mechanic soup that just adds more things that actually fit perfectly. It's like each new puzzle piece somehow has been yeah. expertly crafted to make this game just that more, much more complex and much more narratively and mechanically interesting. Absolutely. Uh, they've they've yeah. made something very special with, with, with this one, for sure. Um, yeah. I think we should probably wrap it there. We're about to hit two hours and 40 minutes on my recording. I'm sure a lot of that wow. gets cut out because it was, there was a big gap in the middle, but, um, yeah. so thank you all, uh, for listening. We're not going to have any questions today cause we're already going long, but you can send questions to gaming at vice.com with the, with the word question in the subject line so that it hits our filters and we can pull them out for when we do question bucket episodes you can find us on twitter at waypoint you can find us on facebook at uh facebook.com slash waypoint device um austin who is not here anymore is on twitter at austin underscore walker and patrick is at patrick klepik on twitter gita where can we find you you can find me at xoxo gossip gita jason I'm at Jason underscore Kebler, K-O-E-B-L-E-R. And I'm going to use this uh, chance to plug the mail, which is our zine. Uh, You can check that out at vice.com slash the mail. Our first zine went out. We have another one being printed next week. Uh, Anyone who subscribes will obviously get both zines. And then there's going to be at least one more next month. Uh, It's awesome. Fun project. Who said print media was dead? It's great. Yeah. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> yeah. I've got something in the upcoming zine. Uh, I think it'll be very fun for people to read. Hell yeah. So, yeah great. It's I'm wonderful. Look out for that. Um, I'm Kato at A underscore Kato underscore appears on Twitter. Shout outs to Bowen for our 
theme music, Miss You, from the EP Pale Machine. You can find out more about that at waypoint.zone slash B-O-E-N. Thank you all very much for hanging out with us. Uh, happy uh, Indigenous Peoples Day. We will be skipping next episode on Monday. Uh, shout outs. Fuck Christopher Columbus. And uh, peace. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. The worst <laughs> is the worst. <laughs> yeah, he sucks. Better you fucking suck. Fuck Christopher Celebrity. Columbus. Fuck, fuck Christopher, <laughs> Christopher Columbus. Peace. <laughs> <laughs> Love it.